0: Log Talk Radio
1: Welcome to this Lacosa Nostra radio production. Lacosa Nostra is a family unit located on AllPoetry.com. AllPoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. We want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home and hang our hats. The content and opinions of the people, the callers, and the hosts do not necessarily reflect the beliefs and opinions of Lacosa Nostra ownership and management. Enjoy this Lacosa Nostra programming. Hello, 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 and welcome to Lacosa Nostra Radio. This is Jay and you are at our house. Our house is a place where we uh get to uh catch up on some old stuff that we uh, missed over the weekend and some new stuff that we're bringing forward. Glad that everybody's here today and uh, look forward to a great show. Um, right now, I want to uh, bring in some callers and uh, let's uh, welcome kind of my sidekick on this whole thing, uh, Raz. Hey, Raz. How you doing, brother?
2: Great to hear from you, Jay. You brought me back into the house. You know, it's very <laughs> patriotic. Call this show Our House. We have one, like I've been informing you over at uh, Washington, D.C., Capitol Building.
1: Yeah, and I, um, I think you know where the spare key is. That's, that's, the, that's the deal. You always get in. Uh, and uh, glad to have you here, and uh, let us also welcome... To the show, Tila hello tila
3: hi j c a Good afternoon, guys. How are you all
2: hey tila
1: doing doing hi. pretty good doing pretty good we got um I'm looking at uh the people out on the board. I see soul out on the board. I see Simora out on the board. I see Naomi about time Naomi. good to see you again. And uh we're so happy that everybody is joining us this evening. Uh it is a wide open day. We can have anything we want out there and we're looking forward to some amazing poetry and um I think uh, first of all first of all we need to address the most important things going on today. And we let me uh, let me get uh, something queued up for everybody here. Um, let me see, I'm close to it. Here we go. We're gonna play a little little bit of a song here. And here we go. I'm I'm there. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. And I want to wish uh, Nuno, and I want to wish uh, Heavenly Angel. Okay, here's a special very one for you. And very it's early, early,
4: so I can't really get that funky, but my
5: neighbor's going to be the, leaving for work. Hold soon, on, then. hold
1: on. That's, that's, that's the wrong one here. Let me see. There we go. Happy
2: birthday. Congrats.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we will we, we will be um um reading some of their um uh, poetry later on today. So we're looking forward. Um gonna see if I can wait until I see them out on the board. And uh hopefully and uh let's see what we can do. And um uh, all right, tomorrow we will read that as well. I'm going to put that on my reading list here. And I want to see where we can start out here. There's a few more people that are pitching in here. I want to go ahead and uh, say to everybody, and I'm really, really, really excited about this. We have some in- incredible shows coming up here. Um If you guys haven't seen it yet, uh, check out um, uh, Boo's topic for what's coming up on uh, Friday at 9 o'clock Eastern. They got um, quote prompts, so pick a quote, write to it. It's going to be damn awesome with Boo and Rob. I am actually very much looking forward to that show. I wrote, wrote one purposefully for that. And I'm excited to say that on the Saturday, we have, we're we back to the Liquid, Dam- Liquid Damage Lounge with Linda. Looking forward to having Linda come back. And the topic will be The Beautiful Mind of Van Gogh. So come and check out uh, Vincent Van Gogh and uh, his paintings and everything like that. So we're just... Uh, Excited about that. And uh, good to see uh, Hatter out on the board uh, as well. It's a nice little uh, pick-me-up today. And uh, then we got Open Poetry on Sunday. And let's keep it going. Join me for Our House next week as well. Uh, Same time at uh, Wednesday at noon. And then on the 24th, I am very excited about this. Me and Raz will be uh, teaming up for a little special called Cry Macho, uh, which is a celebration of the life of Clint Eastwood. Definitely something to check out. We're really excited about that. Yeah. Clint Eastwood is uh, releasing his
2: five with the director. What's that, Raz? As you know, bringing. Someone over from uh, the other side of the border Drama Like the mule Yeah I'm
1: I'm really excited about that That's going to be released uh, this Friday It's uh, Clint Eastwood's 40th movie that he has Directed And we're going to have a lot of excitement For that one On the 25th He's the oldest uh,
2: Hollywood legend alive right now Mr. Eastwood If you look up the facts.
1: On the 25th we have "When Broken Hearts Bleed" with Rack and Tour, and that uh, show is going to be about settling. Uh, have you ever settled uh, for a relationship? Um, and uh, he he's put on for a uh, little bit of a, um, a prompt uh, the uh, song "Better Man" by Pearl Jam. And check out the lyrics for that. It's going to be. I'm I'm looking forward to it and very uh, happy about it. Um, I'm going to go to the phone lines, and I'm going to welcome in Meta. Hello, Meta. How you doing, brother? How's it going, guys?
2: Or guy? uh, How's it going? Before you, now it's real.
1: Yeah, that's right. I'm as real as it gets. It's about time About time you're here. Well, uh, what's shaking is really excited about a couple birthdays we're having. Uh, We're having Nuno, and we're also having um, Heavenly Angel. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start out the show. I know he's listening in from Portugal. So I'm really, really excited about this. Um, And uh, I will go ahead and read this poem for him as soon as I can get to it. Okay, this is uh, this is our birthday boy himself, uh, Nuno, and this is a poem called Miss You, and it goes like this. A blue kingfisher chirping in an old, gnarly pine tree, I wonder if you got wings to share one sunset with me. A pin of light on the sky in a silent starless night. I wonder if you come here to share one cup of coffee. A swirling cobalt smooth wave in an ivory sand beach. I wonder if you got sails to draw me a new story. End poem. Uh, this is absolutely spectacular. I, I love that how it was put into that picture on top of the on top of the poem uh, that he posted. There's a lot of feeling, a lot of emotion in this, and I think that this is a, an absolute stunning piece. And once again, happy birthday, uh, Tila, What do you think about this one?
3: Oh my God, new no, first of all, happy birthday to you. Uh, dear poet, I'm so happy and uh, must be enjoying it in Portugal. It must be evening now. And um, the poem, uh, I loved it to do with the uh, Kingfisher and the way you put it, uh, the wings. Uh, uh, if you have a what, that, you know, can share one sunset with me. I really like that. And I love the, the sky, the silence. Dallas night. I wonder if you can come and have a cup of coffee. Of course, you can come into our uh, International Cafe and yeah, plenty of coffee. Uh, but this sky also, we, we have invited <laughs> to come and enjoy coffee with you too. It's a beautiful imagery and I loved it. It's so cute and happy birthday once again.
1: I love your shameless plug right there. Didn't, guys, check out uh, International Cafe. Do not miss it. It's a great place to be.
6: <laughs> and uh, Raz, what do you think about that?
2: Yeah, since I was hearing a song by J.L. Anar yesterday on the blues uh this takes me uh, back on that subject by bringing up the coffee because uh, what there is with the sugar mama is that you need uh, that fix of uh, the sweet stuff or what you slip in the coffee times a day. That's the lyric I heard in the blues.
1: Awesome. And Meta, what do you think?
7: I really enjoyed this poem. I mean, it's beautifully written. I like the fact that, you know, I, I like the way it was described. I love the imagery within the, the poem itself. And, uh, yeah, a pin of light on the sky and a silent starless night. I wonder if you come here to share one cup of coffee. I, I think that's universal, and I think it's like filling one with the universe and overall just a great poem.
1: Yes, absolutely agree with you a hundred percent on that. And once again, happy birthday to, uh, um, yeah,
7: happy birthday
1: to Luna. And, uh, I hope that, uh, you, you celebrated it with a nice glass of wine or, or however you enjoyed celebrating it. My friends, you, um, well, deserved one of the, my favorite poets here. in. uh, on all poetry, and he brings it every single time. All right. Where I'm going to go for next is one of the uh, poems we missed over the weekend. And uh, Raz, if you could uh, read uh, a little uh, blues, uh, xylophonic blues for us. And uh, there you go. Yeah,
2: it's a good question, what it means to read. Rather than have the blues. So uh, here's the poem. Vagabond Journey by Xelophonic Blues. Vagabond Journey. Lumen perfume steals moist dew from the red blossom shaft. Child, steal your life jacket. Prepare for atmospheric elevation. Mountain land then as the plains begin. The river winds through Wilderness. Brittle rafters, apex vision, Skylander made of rice paper, luminous launch, Your wire frame, Pontas roof perch. Luke plays. The lark flies. A nimble cage outlines terracotta. Twilight twinkle. Pathway light emerges. Her refractory arrows preparing night. Chariot top gun flight. Atomic peasants. Dust reveal. Gravity's plume chimneys. The airborne cirrus clouds, the sky squadron implodes upon still landscape towers. The gauzy fabric becomes a quilted metropolis, of refractory spires. Levitations brocade, a celestial fairy tale of billowed proportions. Breath of pines and gale, a thousand valleys below. Fencing brook, here you must leave me and drift away. A fugitive roaming like a loosened water plant. Phoenix rising moonlight, Hobo's halo escort, Vapor's jade white staircase, silk souls walking three tiered world bridge mass touch of bamboo strings watching through its crystal cornflower plain, wistful eyes and upper candlelit chambered, icy bows lift the sunset mirror, sea clouds gleam as palaces grass and mulberries, pilgrimage bows amid amorous sighs, journal luminous Diary baby crawl, child walk, adult ran, Tindle, altitude rocket thrust draws, luminosity, phantoms, balloon five, hundred miles and home,
1: oh, this was clever, you know you know how this made me feel this made me feel like I was in a uh, I was watching one of those drones flying. And watching the different um different landscapes from way up in the sky as the drone moves around and then hovers and then moves again and keeps on going all different places um, and it, it's more than just the lantern that he put up, but all the vision that's uh seen through the elevation. Uh, and uh, that's what I've taken out of this poem, and I think it's very clever that way and very unique. Uh, really enjoyed it, Tila. What do you think about that?
3: I I think you perfectly you you those words and that that's perfect, really perfect. And the way Blue Blue write, you know, it's superb. His his writing has so many beautiful words, and uh, I I I really like it and. One of his lines, uh, oh, by the way, congratulations on your FBP Blue. Um, superb images. Uh, I like the line, breath of pines, inhale, a thousand valley below. I really love that line very much. And, and the lanterns. And yes, you're right. When you're looking from the sky and you see a terracotta, uh, single lit um, a candle burning, or maybe to do with, With all the lentils and a paper uh, lentil, what he mentioned, uh, uh, you know, it would look so beautiful, you know, looking from top.
1: Wonderful. And, uh, Meta, what do you think? Um, Meta, the button. The button.
7: Oh, shit. I'm sitting there talking away. No, I thought the poem itself was. Dope, and uh, the fact that it's coming from like the perspective you, you mentioned the drone, but the poem is coming from like the the point of view of the la- of the the lantern that's being set sail into the sky, you know, it's, which is kind of like a drone, I suppose. But it's like it goes through the story of what of what this lantern is seeing while it flows through the air, and I thought it was really captured well.
1: Wonderful comments. And uh, what I want to do, before I have Raz come, and I want to remind people to comment on other people's poems, and let them know uh, what you think about them, and uh, give them support, and uh, let's build each other up in this great community that we're part of. Rav, you read the poem. What did you think?
2: Yes, what there is of the poem is that same impression that these other panelists have received, an aerial viewpoint of what's described to be the Sky Lantern and how it's compared to a vagabond's journey, that uh, wherever it goes within the skies, there's no length to its parameters, I would take this on a whole other level, not just with uh, drones, but possibly satellites, how you have the kinds which watch over someone for the course of practically half of a lifetime without anyone knowing. That's a little edge of paranoia as to elaborating on the Skylander. If you look at it from the different perspective with the caption piece, it seems like they're having a hell of a party right now over in that field. With all those lights going off.
0: That
1: is such a cool comment. All right, Uh, we got someone listening in from the UK asked uh, me to read here, and uh, this is called "When Life Is Mine to Feel" by In Chains. So uh, everybody, let's listen. When life is mine to feel, oaks protruding, limbs enveloped in ice fog, clipped wings of a blackbird twitching in afternoon sunshine. A sea breeze bleeds out rain, shadows in the courtyard gently danced, soil structure of a growing rose in a forest leading straight into hickory meadow. Like my black heart, white ash amounts to rising smoke. Someone even took the wind and sketched it onto smudged footsteps of dying ghosts. Skeletons rested at the edge of Earth's molten crust. A tilted flagpole still stood at the top of a grassy mountain covered in locusts. It's a surreal world foreshadowing life. From rags to riches where those bitches with their itches holding on to the crisp tail end of a rainbow until it died. My face fair, brown, and trembling in the stillness of the dark, my Throat abbreviated whispers This fallen human body On the cusp of death in ruins Pulled backwards and forth As black clouds passed over murky waters In the turnaround of storm End poem There is so much power within this piece, so much emotion that flows from the top to the bottom. Um, many of us can relate to something like this, like we've been placed into a feeling of despair when we've been placed into a feeling like we're on an edge, we're, we're you know, um, standing on, on the edge of a knife, um, where if we we can fall one way or the other way, but if we slip straight down, it's going to cut us. I think that's kind of um, what I'm seeing here it, with with um, the darkness, but trying, I think that that is such such a um, great uh, couplet in the middle, the surreal world foreshadowing life. Um, I think that that is a very powerful uh, statement in itself and an amazing poem. Raz, what did you think about this?
2: Yeah, I'm scrolling down what there is of the author's note. There's even a touch of In My Place by Coplay here as to other reference points. So I guess... uh, what you have is the individual knowing that society at whole has general opinions, viewpoints, but uh, they tend to actually believe how they feel in uh, something slightly more deeper, especially this line of holding on to that rainbow until it dies. So that's like uh, holding on to that sense of what you call general truths are no more than mass deceptions. And then uh, there's the consideration. And the other stanza of how uh, there's a sketching of footsteps of dying ghosts uh, that's opening yourself spiritually to possibilities that are usually repressed within the mainframe of society. So I would figure this is more on an individual who feels passionately both about uh, re- religion and uh, having their own personal self go through these kinds of changes while you have others that seem lacking uh, up to the point of the warning of that storm if it's any more literal than the good book and uh, how you're going to uh, confront uh, what there is of that uh, oppression from the social masses on considering your own viewpoint outside of what is generally held to be truth.
1: Excellent comments uh piwa what do you think
3: i I see that it's completely full of darkness, so much pain there, and uh, I like the way um Joe has written a uh, clip wings of a blackbird twitched in afternoon sunshine, and I also like the other. One of hers was Rose in a forest, leading straight into a hickory meadow. There are so many beautiful lines written here, and um, it's uh, you know it's it's painful to and but but she's a good abstract writer, and I love it. Love about Joe. She she writes so good, and I really like it very well. Written Joe,
0: good job.
1: Great comment. And Meta. I'm going to let you have the last name, then we're going to put uh, your poem on the board. Okay.
7: I, I'm focused on the title, When Life is Mine to Feel. This poem gives me the impression of somebody maybe that has been controlled, you know, or lives in a, in a controlling environment, you know, and the, and the person just doesn't know how to feel, but... When they're all alone in a room or whatever, you know, they they're allowed to feel the things that they they feel, you know. And and from this point of view, it's it's really a dark point of view. And I agree with the both of you, you and Raz and Tila, about you know it's like walking the razor's edge here. You know, it's it's brilliantly written. I thought it was just a really good poem.
1: Great comment. And uh, Meta, you are up, my friend.
7: I just wrote this this morning, too. But, yeah, I'll, I'll make sure to read and comment on everybody's stuff because I noticed that lately, too, that you'll be on a show and sometimes not even one person will comment on your stuff. But, uh, yeah, Anyway. Alone in the Universe Here I am, the loneliest person in the entire universe Alone and afraid When I sleep, I wonder Will I see her in my dreams tonight? Never knowing when, I'll hold her again A beautiful apparition She comes and goes like rose petals on a soft breeze brushing softly against my skin Whispering gently, she says to me Why are you afraid? I don't know, my love. When I see you in my dreams, I'm happy to be with you. But when I awake, you're not there. Making love to you in my dreams is heaven on earth. But when I open my eyes, I realize I am making love to a beautiful shadow. You are only real in my dreams. But in my reality, I am alone and afraid. I'm afraid of losing you, my beautiful succubus, my haunting angel. I'm afraid to awaken alone. I want to close my eyes and never wake up again. Together, you and I can fade away into the darkness forever. I'm so tired of being alone in the universe, so I might as well take this rope and bring the story to a close. The end.
1: But, are you there? Yeah, I had myself on here. I had myself on mute there for a second. This is this is fabulous. I, I love the longing that is contained within this. And almost the dream in the dreamlike state that you put into this one. It has such a such a magical feel to it. It's like we're living in a different universe, like a different Different dimension, and you bring us into that dimension. You bring us into that place that uh, we normally wouldn't get a get a chance to go into, which is the you know a person's mind, a person's dreams. And I I really enjoyed that aspect of it. And with huh? What's that?
7: No, my my roommate was saying something to me. Okay.
1: no problem. Yeah, I, I like I said, I really enjoyed the way you took that. That's that's awesome. Um Tila, what do you think?
3: I was thinking that it's such your beautiful I was thinking it's so beautifully um uh, written meta, and in, especially you wrote it this morning. I think you should keep on dreaming and enjoy in the night. And and in the, when you are feeling alone, come to AP and enjoy with all the girls and boys and enjoy mm. with them. <laughs> That's how I see. And uh, I wish. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. But Not that, that easy sometimes. Be, is that you? No, but it's like writing a poetry or maybe chatting with them a little bit or going to the uh the, you know like uh la costa or any other and you know just say hi or i mean you do but do that and you you won't feel that loneliness you'll feel better you know and i do understand it's not easy it's saying that that oh do this do that but i know that deep inside how does it feel um, yeah, there's one thing I didn't like your ending. I that wasn't very good. Take the rope and bring the story to a close. No. <laughs> I don't want to <laughs> do. <laughs> I want you to carry on enjoying. I had to throw hands. a twist
7: on the end though. I don't know, I felt like I literally had to throw a twist on the end. It just, no, that, just that was just
1: what I was inspired to write, so so I just <laughs> left it behind. Too much you're wrong. Pila wants you around, Meta. That's that's the whole thing.
8: Yeah. And before
1: I get and before I get Raz to comment, shh, everybody you gotta behave now. Everybody because the boss is in the house. Hey Boo
8: <laughs>
1: The button, Boo. The button. Boo boo Boo
8: no, boo. Sorry, sorry. You? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry. Oh, oh,
9: oh.
1: hello.
4: Holla holla
1: I'm sorry I was in a meeting No it's fine It's fine No problem And uh Let me get a comment From Raz On Mehta's poem
2: Yeah Because of the nature Of the ending Where he brings up Rope And Having that thought Of irrational suicide Not able to fulfill The desire Of being with the one He truly loves And goes on recurring In his mind This uh reminds me of the state of someone suffering from severe paranoid delusions. And uh, they've actually taken it to a whole other level that if they can't really have what they want out of this uh, temptation, which is long lost as to obtaining any form of reality, then they rather just free themselves into what there is of universal energy, that kind of extremity with uh, becoming this rational as to finding the personal approach to science is not highly recommended. And yet you can see the heroism of this uh, character, how they've decided all by themselves that uh, what they believe to be of a higher understanding with the universe, there's no other way of which they could achieve that kind of evolution without first sacrificing a part of themselves into that greater whole. Yeah,
7: kind of. If I may, I I kind of wanted to throw a, like a Romeo and Juliet kind of overtone to the poem, you know. But rather than it being an actual woman, you know, it's it's the woman of your dreams, you know. Yeah, I, I thought that. That's why the ending kind of ended the way it did because of the whole Romeo and Juliet thing.
4: Meta, stop writing about me, will you? Damn it.
8: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you
1: got me a little, little Bruce Springsteen Spring going there. All right. And, oh, we got another caller.
4: Hey, I can comment on that one.
1: Hold on. Let me let me get the caller first, Boo. This is important. Hello. Hello, sweet.
9: Succubus. That's hilarious. Hello, Jane. <laughs> 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 All right.
1: Well, welcome. Glad glad that you're here. Okay, Boo, you go ahead, and I'm going to have Boo respond to Meta's poem, and then I'm going to have Boo read Naomi.
4: Okay. I think it's I, – I love that your fantasy woman is a succubus. That distracts me yeah. up, because there's – and the fact you can't find one. There's got to be plenty of those around – somewhere, I mean, I would think, um, my haunting angel, I'm afraid to wake it all alone. I think actually this is what a lot of people fear, really, because we all want to be loved. We all want someone. We all want that perfect person, and a lot of us don't ever find it. And if you do, you should hold on to it. And a lot of times they don't. They screw it up. They think the grass is greener when it's not. Um, Here, I think you're being honest about what you want, what you like, and it's also got a sadness to it. Um, And then at the end, take the rope and bring the story to a close. Oh, that's hardcore. I know that you don't actually mean it, so I'm not too worried about that. But I I know that there are people that do go that route. But I hope that you find the person you're looking for because you deserve it. You're a beautiful person. And uh, I I like the ending because it's kind of like, oh, shit, you know. But um, some people may take that the wrong way or may take it, like, the wrong way or, like, you actually mean it. I I get that, too. But I'm pretty sure that you don't. But um, great poem. That's why usually when I write something
2: like
7: that, I put a disclaimer in there.
4: (laughs) Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. I feel you. Good poem.
1: All right. And uh, with that, I'm going to have Boo... um, Read a little Naomi for us.
4: Let's say it again, actually. What's wrong with the chicks in your city? Like, really, don't you get out or do you go out or,
7: or anything? Well, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of broke, so getting out is not really an option right now. Okay, I don't
4: I, guess. <laughs> I was wondering if you socialized or whatever. Maybe look for, like, a poetry group in your town because they have them. Like, they're free. Maybe you could go to, like, a poetry group, and then maybe there'll be somebody nice there. I'm just thinking... Give you an idea Anyway uh, I don't want to put you on uh, the spot
10: uh, So I will <laughs> Okay That probably this keep is me
7: Neo.
10: from downloading That would
7: probably keep me there from you downloading go. porn <laughs>
4: Well that's a porn hub for You know So uh,
7: <laughs> <laughs> Already
1: then All right boo You have the mic Boo, the button. Boo. We, can't. Boo, we lost you. We can't hear you. <laughs>
8: okay.
1: Jay. Yep, we got i start over? There you are. Okay.
4: Sorry, my headphone's stuck. Okay, I'll start over. Between the rain and the hail, it's half past betrayal. The dog can't catch its tail. He shivers and sweats somewhere between the beating rain and the hail. This will not stop. Prince became the frog, left her chicken swearing while he caught halfway between a hiccup and a yawn. Yep, it's half past betrayal, and she hangs onto the rail, but it's slipping from her grasp, glistening bright under his shining headlights, backing away into the rainy night, and he's left choking, caught halfway between a hiccup and a yawn, yet it's half past betrayal, and the dog, he caught his tail, woof, woof, bang, bang, the last. Now he's headed down the trail, and between his legs he hides his tail and poem. There you go
1: there you go. this is pretty badass I like it it's, it's you know it's it, I think right there it is cut and dry it's uh you know what what it you know it's, it's you're not hiding anything, you're laying it all out there in a very poetic way. And I really appreciate that. Uh, great job, Naomi. And before we go on, uh, here we go. I'm muted. Welcome, Heather. Hey, Heather. I'm muted. Hey, you remember, Heather.
9: I was going to remind you. <laughs>
10: uh, yeah, I'm here, boo. I made it. Hello.
4: Yay, hello. Hi, sweet pea. up,
5: awesome. go, go ahead.
1: And, and sweet. What do you think of uh, Naomi's poem? The button, sweet. The button.
9: <laughs> hey. Yes, the button. The dang button. Um, I had her. Um, I like that he has to run with his tail between his legs, hiding everything. Um, but there's so many great lines in here flipping from her grasp between a hiccup and yawn I love the repeat of that Um, and I like the prince became a frog because uh, he just couldn't you know stay where he belonged fell from the pedestal this is really great and um, I like the uh, total fall of the prince really great poem
1: awesome comments and let me get a comment from uh, Raz Raz what do you think
2: Yeah, I found the poem to be as baffling as some kind of modern-day Aesop fable where you have what it symbolizes, this one dog not being able to catch its tail. Are we speaking of how certain individuals have defective traits of which they don't ever notice within themselves, but others might be able to perceive how that dog can only know to a certain extent, what there is real about themselves compared to the fact that it's completely willed when it comes to being able to uh, be one with the tail.
1: Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent comments. And let me get a comment from uh, Tila on this. Um,
3: I think I like the way Rans uh, put it on uh, exactly. Uh, I think that's that's the right way, but uh, I I just commented the what I'm saying it. Dog definitely rolls round and round and, and never catches her. and if it did, then it's own fault. And, and I need, it's nice to see your poem, and um, after a long time uh, hearing from you, it's good to me. I mean.
1: Absolutely. And then let me get a final comment from Boo. Boo, what do you think?
4: Well, there's a lot of dogs out there, and they usually just give you fleas. And what we call this, what I call this is a puss, really, if you want to know. Someone who, you know, there's a lot of men like that. They just want to use you, lie to you, go on, move on. I think she should move on or she's going to get more fleas, you know. If you can't be straight up and honest with somebody, then you probably shouldn't even be with anybody in the first place, so. And it's good to see her back. I hope um, she's not heartbroken.
1: <laughs> no, it has. I I believe it has to do with school, Boo, and the and the time of year it is. So, uh, remember, she is Whoa, a that's teacher. Oh, I want be the man. Oh. Me too, Boo. <laughs> uh, so there you go. All right, and uh, oh, here, no, here's what we got anything. going on today. Um, once again, this uh, show we're kind of dedicated towards the, uh, the the birthday boy and the birthday girl, Nuno and Heavenly Angel. We already had uh, Nuno's piece read earlier. Uh, sweet, uh, can you do us a favor and read the birthday girl's poem?
9: Um, I sure can.
1: All right, here you go. Happy birthday, Angel. What an honor. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Angel. Angel.
9: Unrecorded desire have Heavenly Angel. I sat breathless in anticipation. The reality of desiring me. Your family drinks brandy and smokes cigars. I'm sorry, a ruffian. A ruffian who smokes brandy and smokes cigars. I've been led astray by the flame in your eyes. teased by the low growl in your voice. Thrilled by the daydreams of tasting little wine upon lips. When you walk into a room I feel as though I by rivers of hot lava. Such intimate thoughts about deep abound deep within desire to be tame creates a blush upon apples of my cheeks. I care not to repeat of these thoughts, yet you remain aloof, distant, like a galaxy far, far away. Each night I ask for a reason that you could adapt to my desires, aiding and abetting the passions created between our two beings
1: There you go. There you go. The ladies oh. liking the bad boys right here. Uh, yeah. Uh. that's that's about what I see here, you know. It's like uh, you got this bad, bad boy, this uh, cigar-smoking brandy-drinking ruffian who's just standing there looking all uh, handsome and and macho. And I I, I love the way that she puts it because um, a lot of the times, um, you know, when you do look, Kind of on the rougher side, there are some uh, ladies that, uh, you know, look at you in a certain way, with a certain eye. And I think that uh, she uh, portrayed that passion, that desire, quite nicely. Uh, Wonderful job there. Hatter, what do you think about that?
10: Yeah, I liked it. It was uh, asking for a redo, asking for your mulligan in life. That was a that was a great angle.
6: Wow.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And um, let me get a comment from Meta. Meta, what do you think about that one?
7: Yeah, I kinda got the same impression you did Danny, about
8: uh
7: following the bad boy, you know. Uh and and how desiring that bad boy image is to a, a lot of women out there, you know. And uh Yeah man, I mean I thought I thought this poem was beautiful. It was great.
1: Absolutely great comments as well. And Boo, what do you think about that bad boy poem? <laughs>
4: Well, I used to like those bad boys, but then you realize those bad boys get you nowhere, but nothing but a heartache and a headache. I'd rather have a <laughs> nice boy. I mean, is I'm crazy. available. I'm <laughs> <laughs> um, available. You know, I mean, they're just, they're nice in the beginning, but, you know, like she's breathless with anticipation, the reality, you know, and usually, you know, it can make you scream, but that's about it. Everything else is uh-huh. empty so I'd rather take a nice boy like Hatter.
8: <laughs> Wait, <come on. laughs>
4: Absolutely.
1: And lastly, uh, Sweet, you read it. What do you think about them bad boys?
9: Well, first off, I think any woman can turn a good boy bad. And this is one <laughs> that I love. Um, it really does talk about the sensuality of wow, that was a great night. Let's do it again, and you know, it's not about admiring you from afar, but admiring how good you really were. So let's just do it again and quit playing games. Come to me, Come to me
8: now.
1: <laughs> awesome, mm-hmm. awesome. Well, I'm taking a look at where we are, and I'm going to have Hatter read his next. And Hatter, I, I, I look at the title, and I just think of Stephen King's It. You know, a little Pennywise the Clown. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where you're going to go with so, Okay. <laughs> so you take it away.
10: Okay. It's called a Wash Balloon. I'm okay, pull it up here. some reason it's not coming up. Oh come on. All right, Wasp We the... got Yeah, we oh, got
0: time. That.
10: <laughs> no. Hold on. I must have two windows up in check. Come on. It's loading. Oh. No. Only when I'm no on all right. come on. Well, I might have to have somebody read it. Stop pulling up, my. I got somebody that's stuck.
4: We'll wait for your you, Hatter. It's okay. You want to skip them, Jay? Wait until he finds it, and then.
1: Sure, sure. I can do that too. We can um, put sweets up next, and then we can come back yeah, to you, Hatter. If that's okay. Okay. Yeah, if we do that, please. Alright. Yeah. Let me throw a sweet peas. palm up next. And uh sweet. Go ahead.
9: Yes. Yeah. Jackie's history is Nalo and cigar moment in a gentleman's conversation. A scarlet letter warning for women to keep a proper reputation. I in the story of a final execution and the truth of why no one knew him. Warnings are never heeded by the drunk and the hungry. Working the streets for a morsel, a pound or a penny. Lady luck lies. I would not be the one in a million. So in I was the treasure he carried. A hands relaxed to swaddle at the neck of a swan. His footsteps softened as he followed the path of moonlight shadows. Red brick walkways led to, an op- to open doors and silent rooms. We tied my body to a bed covered by a piss yellow linen spread. With gentle fingers, Jack brushed my ginger hair across the face. Jack sharpened his scalpel of the an instrument instruments of his train and lined them up in oil of their side. He took pride in his display. Then he sat in studied drawings covered in crimson stains. From his black satchel came a long, stem-driven rose. He laid it at my feet and kissed both my ribbons. And in his saffron eyes, a flame began to rise. Jack stood over me and whispered, goodbye, my lovely friend. And to my lips he raised a glass of blackberry wine. I closed my eyes and prayed for God to shield me from the pain. The first slice was quick and dove into my chest, turning turning picello linens into a dull-colored rust. Before I could scream, another stab took my breath. In a haze of confusion, I heard a strange people. In the bog of disillusion, there stood a woman, knife in hand, carving out my middle. I watched the back and watched this pint-sized psycho play, cutting out my organs to his floor, and display. She was the madman. He was just a toy. As an eyes dulled in a sunbeam smile, she began to yawn. She whispered in my ear. I think it's time I to about men, and in my final moments yeah. of my life.
8: Yeah.
1: All there, <laughs> nice wow. uh, happy poem to uh, get us going. <laughs> and, uh, nice family friendly there uh and why why in my head was it ringing american psycho american psycho american psycho i don't know <laughs> but, um, but this is a great horror story and it, it's chilling and from the point of the victim I, I i really like this sweet it's 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 got that clever clever point Oh my gosh this is uh this is so I hope no one gets any nightmares from this one. oh my goodness <laughs> yeah. meta started us off with that
7: Jack is back, man Jack the Ripper is back, and he's in action uh I thought this poem was great. I thought it was the fact that she told it from the point of view of like one of Jack the ripper. That there's victims I thought that was incredibly uh, Kind of innovative for the time Being that it was so long ago Great poem
1: Thank you And uh, Rath, what do you think?
2: Yeah, definitely sick and disturbing But so is all pure horror Of which the poet has not skipped a beat
1: Thank you, Rath
2: Absolutely. Hey, Boo,
1: did you find this? Did you find this arousing? (laughs) No, I always say that.
8: that,
4: Yes, I always sound slightly arousing anyway, but, yeah, this is sick and twisted in a good way. I think uh, your voice alone just makes it, like, just, like, sadistically beautiful, I think and the picture I really love and uh, warnings are never heeded by the drunk and hungry working the streets for a morsel pound for a penny ooh this is so good Uh, I think this deserves the front page this is dark, dreary, great writing and the ending I love the final moments of life I know Jack would soon disappear you're on the roll sweet pea with the good ones lately I mean you're always good but lately you're on fire this is great
9: Thank you,
1: thank you very much. All right, and lastly, I'm going to let Hatter uh, comment on this before I pop his uh, poem back up on the I board. Cool. cool.
10: Yeah, this shows Sweet Pea's demented humor. <laughs> <laughs> now Jack stood over me with a whispered goodbye, my my lovely friend. And to my lips he raised a glass of blackberry wine. I closed my eyes and prayed to God to shield me from the pain. You know, uh, look at you. Sweet, you're the best. The name like Sweet I I oh, wouldn't oh. Didn't believe
2: it. <laughs> it's
9: Beautiful. Thank you.
1: Wonderful. Okay. Wonderful. All right. Hatter, you are up. Yeah, okay. I have it up here.
10: Come on, right there, on the front page. Okay, a lost balloon. goes like this. Come on. I think I tried to do too much here. Hold on. It goes like this. I watched him walk from where I stood into the life that was once called mine. On my knees, I beg you, please back the hands of time. I should have brought you flowers. I should have whispered in your ear. I, I wished I, I, You wished away my hours. You made me so unclear. The rain inside is falling upon this dying heart. Inside, the, the echo is calling, tearing it apart. I saw it rise, then leave your soul. It cried my name as you drew near. I watched my touch burn your cheek. In the rain, it disappeared. I paused to see your laugh walk by. I could not bear to understand. You watched the death. You watched the death of me inside, for the arms of another man. Reaching out with trembling hands, my my love, be cast upon sorrow's mist. Break my days with whispered words. Release me now with one last kiss. I cannot believe you you let me go like a lost balloon in a smoke ringed sky. Losing sight, my heart stands still. He never said goodbye oh
1: wow yeah this is um this is heart wrenching this is uh gripping this is uh reaching in and and uh breaking our hearts man you you broke our hearts you broke each of our hearts um yeah you let us you let us just oh, uh, sit there yeah this is this is quite powerful um and let me get some comments for you, because I, I really enjoyed <laughs> this. This is just spot on, but it's m- more emotional than anything. And you did such a great job. <laughs> I had to follow Sweet, uh, uh, Sweet uh, Pea.
8: Uh,
1: I'm going to let her make that first comment. The button. The button, Sweet Pea, the button, the button.
10: Yes, Mm
9: the main button. Um, Following me is nothing compared to this poem because, like JC has said, we just, we break our hearts. The rain aside is falling upon this dying heart. Inside the echo's calling, tearing it apart. I mean, who writes that that, other than Jay Hatter? Um, We just talk about, I paused to see you laugh, walk by, I could not bear to understand. You watch the death from the arms of another man. Ugh, you're killing me. The the heart of your betrayal, the heart of your death, the heart of everything that love should not be is in this poem. And it's fabulously written with rhyme and cadence. I adore you, Jay Hatter, as a poet. I adore you, Jay Hatter, as a man. It's beautiful.
1: Take your seat. Okay, and uh, let me get a comment from... um... Raz, Raz, what do you think?
2: Yeah, I've heard this piece now for the second time, and Uh by virtuosity of the presentation, it was done in the poet's own tone of voice. He uh, is definitely playing the part of a a deep romantic here. There is that uh, moment where we have to let go and reconcile the past to move on with the future, so uh, I feel
8: the reason for that metaphor of the loss is one of those
2: memories you don't leave behind, but you have to find a way to go on forward.
10: Yeah, what doesn't kill me it makes me stronger.
2: Yeah. Roger Neat And
1: Boo, what do you think? Boo, the button The button, boo
4: Sorry, Dan Unmuted, sorry um, Your voice, when you listen to it Your voice is what I mean, the poem's great But the read makes it just It just hits you in the heart And you can't let go And you can't forget It's kind of memorable when you read a poem And you're always like that with every poem And you always have your heart out there So sensitive and honest I just want to reach through the phone and give you a hug Because that's how it makes me feel And your words and your cadence and the rhyme Always perfect, spot on Actually, you've taught me a lot Since the last couple of years We've been friends, and I appreciate that And uh, I thought it was a lovely poem And your read was amazing
10: Thank you Thank you, Boo Yeah, I brought my tremble voice
4: Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that voice gets me all
1: right. Next up, uh, I've been writing a few poems here lately, so I've brought one of my newer ones. And uh, this is called Painted Lady. And if anybody's interested, that, that picture right there, the flower is called A Painted Lady. And um, it goes like this. Shoots of the snow aster shatters... The rocky soil held by the sidewinder hiss. The blind man crawls tween the scattered opuntia, so lips can flip the rainwater. I do not javelin daggers at the cause of the scars. I paint the beauty marks with the fingertip crayons. Linen shrouds the skin as the quicksand devours the breath. My ancestors and descendants entwine in the cemetery plots, sucking the air from pastel lungs. The painted lady ascends. Garden flowers grow. Verbs flutter from my jaw. Thank you. End poem.
4: Oh, Wow, this sounds lovely, Duffy! Yay! Uh, Sweet Pea, what would you think? Don't forget the button. That's my famous word too.
9: That, that's what I'm getting. My button.
8: <laughs> <laughs>
9: um, I think this is gorgeous. I love these stands of linen trout the skin as the quick sun devours the breath. Well, I love space, and the imagery is just gorgeous. I love as the quicksand devours the breath, like they're drowning in beauty. Um, I also love the painted lady of fans, garden flowers grow. Birds flutter from my jaw. I mean, birds flutter from my jaw. Wow, that's, that's incredible. how someone speaks a beautiful or something. And I love the picture, too. As as always, say romantic and beautiful, and just gorgeous. And I read your uh, author's note from the prompt, and you nailed it. Just nailed it perfectly.
1: Beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, that poem was the uh, the prompt, so I thought I tried to take what I could have for that one.
4: And Hatter, what do you think of Jay's poem?
10: Yeah, the line, um, let me put up here. The, uh, linen clouds the skin as the quicksand devours the breath. It's a great visual. The uh, souls lay to the rest before you, the descendants. W- wonderfully pieced together. Actually done, j c
1: Thank you. How many people know what shoud means? I don't. You don't know what it means. It's uh, no. the enjoyment of the enjoyment of open-mindedness.
9: Oh, okay. That's well, cool. I was thinking more Yeah.
8: And I did, but I couldn't get the mute button.
2: Shout!
9: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Dazzle, dazzle.
2: Yeah, I was uh, trying to look up that term. When I was younger, I saw a reference to Painted Lady that I never read again in the self-help book in which you have uh, that illusion to which you're trying oh. to succeed and there's an obstacle in your way from actually achieving those goals. And so I guess uh, what I read here is how there had been that act of reconciliation which had been denied in the relationship or actually saying that one found all that more meaning to uh, the other person of which they had not extended the entire time. Of other uh, definitions of painted lady, none seem that relevant with this right because there's the mentioning of monarch butterflies unless that's what you mean and geishas as possible definitions looking at this more in depth what you have with the scene of the birds coming out of the mouth is straight out of something paranormal like uh, mystics learning of the truth of the other side and that's just an act of the spirit manifesting through these birds so the whole is like a, a clairvoyant session what the poet has conjured of uh these types of uh, symmetrics thank you so mm-hmm. much appreciate
4: it other than me did I forget anybody Jane
1: nope you're it
4: meta left okay just one i I don't know what Opportunity is but I think
1: Opuntia? Um, sure, but, Opuntia is yeah. a type of cactus. It's the prickly oh, pear okay. cactus.
4: I, I love the line, I do not javelin daggers at the cause of scars. I paint the beauty marks with the fingertip crayons. Oh, that's really beautiful. It kind of says that you're, refu- to me, where you refuse to be negative, you want to be more positive and, and move forward um, and leave that stuff maybe painted. I mean, in the past, I thought you did a great job for that poem. On the bottom, um, to his poem, really, really beautiful, makes me want to write something to that. You did a great job, Jay.
9: Beautiful.
1: Yeah, there's only one poem so far in that contest, so I am inviting people to hop into that contest if you if, if you if you feel the challenge.
9: Yeah,
4: yeah, I may. It's got a way to go, right? Learn, right?
1: Yeah, I, th- I think it does. I think it does. Um, okay. Let me check. I'll see what you what you say. E- yeah, ten days, ten days, fourteen okay. entries. So, there's plenty of time, plenty of room. All right, Boo, you are on the board. <laughs>
4: okay, I read this in Stephen and K. But um, it's called Wronged and Wrecked: How to Forget. Darkest obsidian, like sharp shards, the guilt upon my battered soul. Deeply cut the wounds I carry that now make me less than whole. Children of the corn know who it is that I have hurt and wronged. To consequences of choice I made, my torture has belonged. A price I paid and yet payment can never recompense. A soul is tattered and self-loathing and I am bereft of all defense. There is no way to make amends or make a penance for my deeds. My life has no more meaning and my soul eternally yet bleeds. I cannot ask forgiveness, and of salvation there is none, for all the things I chose in selfishness will never be undone. Maybe a prayer will absolve, maybe the offering of a holy chant, despite my heart and soul to forgive, myself I simply can't. End poem.
1: All right. Um, Normally I don't double down on comments that I write, but I think it's so relevant (laughs) in this poem because all of us are our own worst enemy and we always condemn ourselves first and that's what i see within your poem here is a person who keeps on looking i cannot ask for forgiveness and salvation there is none you know this is a person who who has reached so much the end that they don't believe they can be forgiven for anything Uh, you know i'm i I find that often in soldiers in people that have been to war because they feel that they've um, taken so many lives that there's no way they can be forgiven. There's no way they can uh, turn around and have their lives uh, in a reset. And I think that that this overall is a very, very powerful message in the way you brought this out, So, so excellent job. And before I get any more comments, let's welcome to the show,
6: Dave. Hey Dave, how you doing? Hey. hey
1: Dave.
6: Jay. Hey everybody. I'm sorry I'm so
8: late.
6: To be honest with you. <laughs> hey, to be honest, I forgot. How could I do that, you know? It's <laughs> early, day. that's why it's early. <laughs> yeah. Hey hey, um, I just called in to hang out with you guys. Uh, I do have a poem. If you got time for it, if you don't, that's fine. in totally can. Throw it okay. on the list, and uh, we'll we'll get to it. Now, okay. Corner,
2: Adam. Um. Out.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and let me uh, let me get uh, comments for Boo, and let's start with uh, Hatter. Yeah, this is a great.
10: Self-reflection of, of someone's past, you know, the, uh, how to forgive oneself for what to, what some, what you've done, uh, and not being able to personally ask for forgiveness, so you have to ask it from yourself. Well done. Yeah.
1: Thanks, Heather. And uh, sweet, what do you think?
9: Sweet pea the, button, the, the button. The oh, button. I got the button. <laughs> um, when you talk about the evilness that lives with, in the children that live within the corn, they shall never be forgiven. But there's no such evilness that lives within the boo. So this is definitely fiction. But I love the way it's written. Um, I cannot ask forgiveness of the salvation there is not for all the things that choose in selfishness. selfishness will never be undone. So I totally look at this from the um, comp, which is Children of the Corn, and I totally think you nailed this. Um, I love the whole concept of the way they chant God and the way they, they live and how they torture and kill anybody that's not part of their group, and I can definitely see how, you know, despite my heart and soul to forgive myself,
8: I simply can't.
9: Um, looking at you, there's not, a, not a, a word of truth in this because you're beautiful and perfect in all of that, too. Oh, Oh, thank you. Thanks, sweet. And Rab.
2: Yeah, there's really a ritualistic process to those who linger upon emotional pain up to the point that they feel that they're in the wrong a bit more than that act of forgiveness of which uh, you're holding on to at the end of this poem. So I see a a kind of character who just goes over it to that point of self-torture. They can't learn how to forgive themselves, and they need to actually get that message through that we make mistakes Raw humans have flaws. there's correcting these errors, or there's getting over the fact that those errors keep on recurring and, and trying to uh, not really linger too long on that darkness of wanting to know what it's like to be damned rather than... Yeah, thank you, Res. All right,
1: uh, we're up uh, for a little bit of food here. I got a little bit of Laughing Soul talking about her first crush. So uh, sit back, relax, and enjoy this.
5: My First Crush, a poem by Laughing Soul. Dawn appears like a blooming marigold. Sunshine kisses me like my first crush. A feeling that's never grown old. I fumble shyly out of the creases of my dreams To feel his lips massage my pearly white bean. Ah, my toothbrush, its magical touch Sends an electrifying rush. I have syllables and rhymes now playing on my mind. I can feel a poetic outburst. That's what it does. My toothbrush gives me a high just like my first crush. And boom.
1: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, this is clever. It's funny. It's unique. I I think I think, I love her sense of humor in this. This is absolutely great. Oh my gosh, my toothbrush. My was just like my first crush. I love it. I love this concept. It, it, I'm I'm glad that uh, um, she's able to smile, laugh, and that that's why I guess why she's called laughing soul. There you go. I love the way she brought that. Raz. You start us off on the Raz Razz needs the button. Yeah,
2: everyone has their first loves, I'm sure. And uh what there is to say of that, you know, there's the kind of uh intuitive or initiation to that rite of love and passage of which uh you might linger on well into your golden years after you're married and your spouse is dead and in an elderly home. It'll just strike you again. Well, there was someone before that, and I was 12 or just 15.
1: Awesome. <laughs> uh, Dave, what do you think? Dave, Dave got the button going on now? Oh, yeah, button, yeah, Dave.
6: yeah, I did. I apologize.
0: <laughs> Everybody's
6: got the button today. Yeah, that's it, Booth. And, yeah, this was cute. Um, you know, looking at the banner picture, I used to brush my teeth with a like, shitty-looking toothpaste like
8: that, you know. but
6: Anyhow, I, it was cute. It was really cool. What do you uh, want for a button? I really <laughs> – yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just, this gal, she is priceless. She has such a great sense of humor, like you said, Jay. And, um, you know, it's, uh, Dawn appears like a blooming marigold. Sunshine kisses my first crush, a feeling that's never grown old. That's a nice way to start it out. And then she says, ah, my toothbrush, it's magical touch Sends an electrifying rush. I have syllables and rhymes now playing on my mind. I can feel a poetic outburst. Oh God! I never thought about my toothbrush and and in, in any kind of uh, relationship. But um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> uh, it's cute. You've uh, never gotten you whole, huh? You've never gotten romantic with your toothbrush? <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, no, and I I never did, and and I and I kind of abused it because I just. Slop it around and rinse it out of half ass and stick it back in where the little thing that held on to it, you know. And, and Yeah, you know, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> uh,
4: has been a dates. He doesn't have time for, for that.
6: <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm working on chapter four right now. <laughs> but There we um, go.
8: Mhm.
6: Yeah, this is cute. It really is. Um uh, I love the way she reads too. Her voice and and the inflections that she puts in it when she reads uh, really fit the poem. And um, I thought this was really, really special. I only get dirty
9: with my
4: toothbrush if it's electric. And it depends if it's electric or not. Oh, (laughs) my (laughs) God. Cold data crash. That makes a... That makes a big difference. Um, no, I thought yeah, this was really electricity. cute. <laughs> and I was going to tell you, Dave, that's what you get when you buy the 99-cent store to <laughs> the Because I've been there, too. Hey, it's on sale, you yeah. know? But I, mm-hmm. I actually thought this was really cute, really clever, really funny. She can write about anything, and she does. Yeah. Um, I think she has an awesome sense of humor. She's a great person and her personality rocks, mm-hmm. and it comes out in her poetry. And her voice, I could listen to all day. She could read me bedtime yeah. stories. I wanted to.
8: I thought it was great. <laughs> I,
4: I never would have came up with this for just my toothbrush. So, hey, good job. Yeah, I want to know, is it battery operated? Is what I want to know. Thanks, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, let's change directions here. And uh, Raz, I'm putting your
2: uh, poem
4: up.
2: Yeah, on a darker note, here's web link. It was for Glow Lizzy's show on everyone having their own smile. And that show has been postponed because Glow Lizzy's mother died, so she was not able to do it after rescheduling. The quote here comes from, Robin Williams, who had taken his own life because of and jacobson disease. All it takes is a beautiful fake smile to hide an injured soul, and they will never notice how broken you really are. So, uh, here's the right web link. Counterfeit ring changing the dollar bill, serial indentation tender notes to be algebra fraction lines Lengthening timeless. The student papers are different equations with equal signs and noticing the eighth choker of a single denominator set of bankruptcy where the stolen funds are transacted. Bankrupt. Postmodern med cloud script. What intermountain log the individual has been stalking is through the modem firewall. Properly sedated. Wi-Fi stereo and the cosmic background noise annihilating the origin to the initial signature prognosis. G radio switching the band station numbers per arbitrary glance, walking through levels, looking at the kitchen clock, long night, 8.24 p.m., to spend every hour wandering the depths knee-high to the ground-level soil, moisture rising, facing aimless the house, each room up to the baseball floor. Cryptic messages occur of an unknown psychic source. I've been longing, I've been longing, heart. I am me, me, me. Too bad. No one ever affected the outcome, Bill. HOCD, homosexual obsessive compulsive disorders, are based on being fixated with homosexuality. The fact Fox News calls American Gay is wondrously straight shooter batting. Thyroid gland overworked web threads are short-minding the construction the fermentation non-coherence. violence, It's okay. Off-server motive. These internet vloggers appear to be relatively safe. me those closest would exploit the institutional displacement law. Copycat killers, but a Xerox machine doesn't invent duplicate victims because the black truck is parked in front and the citizen watch coverage blurred while human heads go about like video cameras excluded of the right time ratio for recent footage. Examining the ghost file, the criminal investigators had come with a hypothesis assuming what details of the crime implicated would not be proven. Eric hard note, call Canadian first aid services challenge for the right reason is that you forced to think web life, a secondary excuse for the actual experience dues by the pentagram circle in the middle of the shutout light room, the white nationalists and the AI life agreed with the demons to observe robotic non-different never hearing a real warning Deductible. The hell of slavery to Western Europe search sound arrests for the invisible frequencies disrupting domestic peace. Google doesn't have the answer to all reasonable lines of questioning. Time crystal connects the science fiction with the legal misrepresentation of basic rules of physics. Does a quantum processor play out enough various integers to register formulas not acting like their computations learn I died? See
1: you soon. All right. Um, the beginning of your poem reminded me of the movie Office Space, um, and, and there's there's a good reason for that. The uh, the how they made their fortune in uh, taking the fractions of profit and putting it into a secret bank account. And that's almost kind of what what I see here is um, something that that you know that was the leftover and put into an account which actually fires everything up into a, into a higher higher account. This has so much um, of your uh, hand all over it, and all it is is just a, 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 a continuation of. Thoughts and processes in, uh, in society where um, it, it's kind of um, glossed over in order to go ahead and uh, hide what the real problems are. And uh, that's, like I said, your brain, man, your brain. Uh, <laughs> just if we all got a little piece of it. Imagine that, yeah. Great job there, great job. Um, well, Dave, what did you think about
6: that one? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that one, I liked it. Yeah, I liked it. I, um, I like the way Raz uh, sharpens his sword on on what the hell's going on in the world today with his poetry. It, it, it's cutting, very cutting edge. You take
5: the collab. Um,
6: yeah. <laughs> Boy, that would be something, wouldn't it? Jesus. Uh, no, I like this one. uh stands here. It says, copycat killers, but a Xerox machine doesn't invent duplication victims because the black truck is parked in front of the citizen watch coverage blurred while human heads go about like video cameras excluded uh, of the right time ratio for recent footage. Um, you know, people, people nowadays get away with so much more bullshit than they used to um, I was just watching a, a movie the other day, and, and some people walked into the store, and they picked up a bunch of clothing and just walked right past the checkout stand, right out of the parking lot, and put it in their car, and drove the fuck off. You know? And I thought, uh, hey, I've, I've seen that. You know, mm-hmm. Yeah. What the hell? You know? What do these people think they are? You know? Uh, you know? We need people like Russ to, to stab these <laughs> bastards. You know? And and, you know, hack their heads off and, and that sort of thing and, and uh, talk about it, write about it, you know. Put it out there so people can see it. You know, that's what we are as poets. We're we're storytellers to the world, and we, pre- we present it in a much better format than the news people do, you know. Uh, you know, comparing uh, poetry and poets and stuff to the news people is like uh, putting... Uh, putting decoration on a cake with a bucket as compared to a, a pastry hypo or whatever the hell those things are that you decorate a cake with. We are the cake decorators and the news people are the ones with the buckets, you know? Um, I, I don't know. What I got out of this poem, it was, it was, uh, just more illuminating than everything else as to what's going on, you know? Um, so with that, th- I'm going to call it a comment. Um, I really liked it. Raz, I, I, I like all your stuff. So, uh, well Thank done. Pro- yeah, I, I was a Oops,
2: for a week alone in the house and that's, uh, <laughs> I was reflecting on my mind during that time period. So, uh, I just <laughs> just was, it, out of that. State, you let it all oh,
4: yeah. out.
2: And, uh, out. Yeah. The net is more of a problem, really, you even hear on the news rather than social media blogs. That's the undercurrent politic of this entire people. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And the uh, last... Good. Of huh? course, we need Buddha, Buddha comment
4: next. I, I love your comment um, to the guy who wrote you a comment in the bottom where you said noticing the style to be like left writing. Uh, I managed to grab your attention and that was worthwhile. (laughs) I think that's an awesome comment. Um, and it's true. You got him to notice and that's what matters. And that's what your poetry does. You get us to notice whether we understand it all or not. Um, this sounds like you were just kind of letting it all go. Um, I love how everything nowadays is a syndrome and everything is a condition. And, uh, pharmaceutical companies medical companies they know this like if you can come up with a new syndrome a new disease or a new anything you're a superstar in that world in that world and (laughs) everything now is you know I, i it reminds me of one of my comedians he says hey remember guys when you were just having a bad day and it was like no big deal and now all of a sudden it's erectile dysfunction syndrome you know it's like, yeah, no you know, shit. Everything. No shit. You know, everything is like, remember ladies, when you were just bitchy one week during a month, now it's, um, you know, what they call it, premenstrual mephoric disorder or whatever thing, everything's a disorder and a syndrome <laughs> and we buy into it and we buy the bullshit and the things that they sell us. And I think that's what you're saying too. I agree. The net is also can be used for positive and negative. A lot of times it's used for negative. I think this is a nice way for you to release all your feelings and how you feel and, very deep introspective and I hope you felt better after you wrote it um, Your brain is always astounding, Raz I would love to get inside there and pick away or maybe I wouldn't Just kidding <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There was a release
2: process with this poem Why Why I Like to Share yeah. And I intended to do so with Glow Lizzie I, I'm so sorry about her personal tragedy with her mother
4: Yeah, Yeah We love you Lizzie, we're missing you Get back here as soon as you can Thank
1: you, Rav. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to uh, read one next that we uh, missed over on Sunday. This is called Think You Can Dance by Poeta de Cabra. And it goes like, I said, go ahead. We'll take a chance. So you entered us in Think You Can Dance. Wasn't at all worried About all the dancing pros, just wasn't too keen on wearing these clothes. Wouldn't be good on TV showing our butts, and the prize money was more than peanuts. We were pretty good, but I thought another pair would win. Sad about the accident, how did they slip on that banana skin? Been on this show now for a week or more. Tonight is the final, so let's hit that dance floor. We can get around here with considerable ease. Seems to be much easier than swinging from trees. The judges have told us we are not the prettiest pair, but we can dance like Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire. Each and every night now, we have danced to impress who said dancing serious and not monkey business. We are dancing really well now, others showing disgust. Seems we have the advantage by showing sheer animal lust. The judges have chosen us. We were too good to ignore. Crowd is cheering too. Listen to the deafening roar. They are going bananas, and some are going nuts. Didn't believe we had it in us. That real killer touch. We have won it all. We're the best dancers. <laughs> That's true. Do you think they will miss us back there at the zoo? And poem. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. This is so, so clever. Uh, the picture has a couple apes dancing, and, uh, mm-hmm. and it's... <laughs> this was so so wonderful, so unique, so um, spot on. I love uh, Poeta's uh, comedy and his humor. He always puts a little something that's uh, tongue in cheek and and so uh, enjoyable. Yeah. Uh, really, really splendid. Um, and I'm
6: Dave. I'll start with you. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, this was great. Uh, it really was uh, fun. Uh, it it was funny. Um, it's well written. The rhyme and meter in it was was spot on. Um, uh, the the feedback so good. Um, the stringing
8: stringing
4: fucking can.
6: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the 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 next to the last stanza kind of. Turn things around for me a little bit. It says we are dancing really well now. Others showing disgust. Seems that we have the advantage by showing sheer sure animal lust. That kind of reminds me of uh, a lot about what's going on nowadays. Um, people are more impressed by what's really obvious and what's showing on the outside, and not so much about what's going on on the inside, about any of the intellect a person might have that's that's kind of what i got out of that that stanza right there a little bit those first two those two lines in it anyway um you know and and i really don't like that in society nowadays everybody is uh you know spellbound by flashy shit and stuff like that and they and they don't look past the uh the stick on stripes and hood scoops and shit that don't really work you know and um I, I don't know. That is that just kind of what hit me on that, but you know the judges have chosen us. We were too good to ignore. Crowds are cheering, listening to that deafening roar. You know that's it, it's funny. It really is, and and uh, uh, you know, and then the, the last line there. Do you think they'll miss us back at the zoo? That was that was priceless. <laughs> the whole the whole damn thing was was cool as hell. So um, you know. I like Poeta's stuff, too. He's really on the mark. So, good do, good job. Mm-hmm.
4: You know, Dave, something about <laughs> that really quick. Um, uh, we were doing an interview, right, the other day, and there was just three women, and then down, well, there was a lot, and then it was down to two, right? One more qualified than the other. One good-looking, one kind of big. Well, you know, my boss went with, wanted to go with the one that was underqualified just because she looked better. And... And I was yeah. like, oh, my God, you guys got to stop with this, you know? This, this is ridiculous. And then so I just thought, you know, it goes with what you were saying, and it's true. It happens every day, you know?
8: Yeah.
6: Yeah. So, You're absolutely spot on. Yeah. It is, that's true. Yeah. You
4: know? And who's to say, you know, they're not a great worker and everything. I just was really annoyed with that. But So I we went with the third yeah. one and we broke even. But I'm just saying, you know? <laughs>
2: so Okay. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs>
1: yeah breath Raz, Raz what do you think?
2: Yeah, I uh, personally did not get off too much to Dancing with the Stars, but uh, this take, how you have uh, everyone on that series portrayed by Simeon would definitely be a uh, buttload of uh, monkeys to watch.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
2: love
1: it, I
2: love it. <laughs> all that's right, Boo. If you it. want to
8: say anything
4: more,
1: you may. And, and then it's I true, got true, you reading the Show
4: everybody on that show is freaking sexy. Everybody. I mean, it's like it's like these people that you will never be. You will never be perfect bodies, perfect ten, perfect dancers, beautiful hair. All of it is just a lot of it's fake. And it's for show, they all have extensions, they all have fake tan. they all have professional makeup done, you know what I mean? And they're all, let's not forget, professional dancers, you're not, you know? So if anybody's trying to compete and be just like they are, you know, keep dreaming, because a lot of it's smoke and mirrors. And we have to remember that in movies and in magazines and in all that stuff, it's go. you know? You take yep. a real woman, you take right. a real woman without all the airbrushing, out all that stuff to touch. She's probably 20 times more beautiful and genuine, but we overlook that woman. And um well, I, don't I don't think know. that's fair either. I don't. And but 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 his poem, I think is hilarious. Um I like how he just threw the banana peel in there just to screw them all up. And uh maybe that would work, you know? <laughs> like wouldn't it be nice to see one of those beautiful people fall on their ass? There's an idea, yeah, you it would. know? <laughs> yeah so we can all realize that we're normal too and we're just human beings you know um i think this is really funny i love his funny and he always has a little bit of sexuality in all his poems. um and i think he's great and i loved his children's book too i read it and it's really good it's a book of poetry for kids that's appropriate (laughs) and uh, i think you're awesome poeta great job
1: you know what? Uh, you, you mentioned uh, sexy people, and I thought you would want all of us on that show, Boo. But uh, of
4: course, I would. <laughs> all of the whole group, all these sexy people.
1: There, there real you go. Sexy people. <laughs> there you go. No there airbrushing. You go. Okay, Boo. I'm gonna have you read Lella next.
4: Okay. Now talk about a sexy, beautiful person. Look at her profile pic. She looks like a, just cream. I swear, uh, I thought I was pale, Jay, but wow, she's, look, she's beautifully pale. Okay, uh, Layla, here we go. Farewell till the next goodbye. To all the days that my scars shed tears for nothing, to all the nights that my steps groaned for the world lost, to all the dreams that once my life had but I didn't, to all the stars that trusted you, I say farewell till the next Goodbye. Still, I swear, this was the last time, but here I go again. This heart was once painful, now is in pain instead. When they finally give up on words, hold on to the meaning. If they can lose faith in what they see, tell them to look where there's nothing. In a place of unknown mistakes that makes you feel sorry the most, it's in a sound of loud, articulate hollowness that makes you feel lost. Sudden shivers and spiteful embrace. True forgiveness they cannot trace, and your honest heart is too pure for that cacophony to face. The only thing they do is rhyme. Should you too, it's about time. Sarcasm was never a friend, but an acquaintance, dear. So imagine how dreadful it is to know they'll push you to freely fear something they've never need explained. Let it be denied, buried deep inside. After all, it's high time you rhymed. Your mind is not safe place for you to hide. When irony takes over your dear life, explain to the curious, heal the furious. If all of them happen to awake in the same room, the door is open. No rhyme needed to make yourself free and included. End poem.
1: Hmm. Wow. To, to imagine that, that she's 21 years old and writing something like this. That has pure. Yeah, really. um, that has pure. It, it is pure poetry, and uh, I think that it is absolutely stunning. It's just what you guys have been saying. You know, it's a real person going through real things and saying mm-hmm. that you know what. If you face these real issues in your life, here here's uh, what you what you got. And if you got those things, you know what? You're still going to be living. Um, And it's kind of, it's almost like proverbs. It's it's, she's speaking in pro, uh, kind of like, uh, uh, you know, the Confucius style proverbs, and which I, which I love. You know, when irony takes over your dear life, explain to the curious, heal the furious. Um, just give them different things Give them different opportunities I like this This is this is very powerful Very uh, knowledgeable beyond her years And I love the way she puts that uh, Raz What do you think?
2: Yeah I see someone here Who's not really convinced That anyone ever Goes around stating the truth And so there's fair warning that with society comes a certain amount of deception. There's explanations to which, uh, you can't appropriately nor inappropriately state in any situation. And so you have these formal rules that have the majority hold back what they're going to say or would have ever thought to when facing a a real life time. uh, that in of itself is where the poet the idea that there's a, a society, which is more likely to rhyme than actually speak a word of the truth.
1: Excellent comment. Boo, you read it. What'd you think? The button boo the button.
4: Trying to get to the button. Sorry. Um, I think basically she's saying all the time she wasted, all the energy she wasted, all the ink she wasted, everything to impress other people or to make other people look at her or her poetry another way. So she finally woke up and realized, fuck it, their opinion doesn't matter. What they think doesn't matter. I'm not going to base my life on what they think is okay, what they think is acceptable. And she's finally moved on from that, which is usually called maturity or growth. And... um, Realize it doesn't matter what they think. It only matters what she thinks. That's what I see, and I agree with that
1: 100%. It
4: takes a while to get to that place.
1: Wonderful comment. And, Dave, I'm going to let you have the last comment, and we're putting your poem onto the board. Now, Dave needs the button.
4: <laughs> Dave, the button. We should make a bumpy yes, button.
1: Okay.
6: Jesus. No shit. A big neon sign in front of my desk here. Turn on the mute button, dumbass. Lela's <laughs> uh, <laughs> really really she's really a cool writer and um yeah, I like her uh her um, pastel skin. It's real pretty. <laughs> she's a pretty lady. Anyway, uh this was really good. I like the uh I I like what she had to say about it. Um, I kind of pick up a little oh, bit of humbleness in, in this poem from her. Um, being humble is is an attribute that a lot of people don't have, and it allows you to learn from your mistakes, and it allows you to be introspective and see what, see how you really look to other people, and, and it also allows you to realize that some of the standards that are expected of us nowadays don't mean jack shit and so um that's kind of what i got out of this
8: <laughs>
4: agreed dave
1: <laughs> all right dave let me um let me get your poem onto the board and uh there you go okay
6: this is uh this is just a little humor for today um <laughs> i love women Beyond the obvious reasons, okay. Um, I like the way they think. I used to be a personal trainer for the ladies, and I trained with so many of them that I kind of got a kind of got an inkling into how they see things, and it's fascinating. And so, um, I wrote this thing called uh, I'm an I'm also an Aussie Van, and I was listening to this song Mr. Tinker Train when the thought occurred to me to write about the ladies and the song. So it goes like this. Baseball hats on backwards, it's the adjustable kind, that does nothing for his forehead. The rest of it bends the tops of his ears down like an elf. He's anything but that. Cheeto's stuck between his two front teeth, swaggering and full of himself, makes the rounds at the tab, hits on every female in there, including the barmaids, who just shake their heads at the spectacle he makes. Funniest part is that he doesn't realize that he's the oh, object of amusement, especially... In female eyes, had his lights punched out a few times, his advances to wives whose husbands caught him peddling his lines to their wives when they returned from the restroom. If he struck out with the ladies then, he sits with these equally asinine friends speaking in elevated tones of, of the misinformation that runs rampant in alcoholic haze floating in the tavern's atmosphere. In this state, you could convince him that, Two plus two really equals five. He'd believe that just for argument's sake. He's amusing to watch. Ladies night out. There's five of them at the center table. They've been watching him, laughing at his antics till there were tears in their eyes. Sherry, look at this dipshit. Can you believe him? He's got his eye on you, Carol. More giggles. He's so full of shit. Oh, my God, here he comes again, homing in on the brunette Mary. Hey, ladies, how about lighting the trip fantastic with me? And I think you mean tripping the light fantastic. Well, you know what I mean. Mary decides to dance with him doing Ozzie's zombie stomp. Thinks maybe he'll leave them alone. Afterwards, she gives her report to her crew. Geez, he stepped all over me and he's got food stuck between his teeth. He smells like a goat, too. His girlfriends are laughing, her girlfriends are laughing so hard. Susie had to go to the restroom to keep him wetting her pants. Mary said, he almost fell down a couple times if I hadn't caught him. Dee Dee says, well, you should have let him fall down then. Jesus, he's worse than Mr. Tinkertrain, Jeannie comments. The girls are still laughing. Can you believe this guy? What planet is he from, Maxine asks. The girls call her Mad Max. She takes no shit from the likes of the Mr. Tinkertrains. The girls like Ozzy. Mr. Tinkertrain is their name for guys like this. They're, They're a dime a dozen in tabs. Nobody gets into Mr. Tinkertrain's car, Max says. Shit, it'd probably break down. The girls are crying by this time. Mr. Mr. Tinkertrain is about all unwound for the evening. He's not walking too well. The bartenders are cutting him off. Uh, Too drunky. Last call for alcohol. The girls are done. So is Mr. Tinkertrain. Sherry is her designated driver. They all pile into her SUV. God, you guys, this was so fun tonight. I can't wait to see my hubby. All the Mr. Tinkertrains of the world make the married gals and those that aren't thankful for good husbands and boyfriends. Meanwhile, Mr. Tinkertrain may get arrested for DWI, drunk while intoxicated, ladies' definition. They're listening to Ozzy and Sherry's SUV. Godspeed, girls.
1: (laughs) 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 That's great.
6: As a matter of fact,
1: I got a little bit of a different song running in my head. And uh, (laughs) it's... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's, give it to me, baby. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. Give it to me, baby. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And all the girls say he's pretty fly for a white guy. (laughs) 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 Oh, my God. That is... Yeah, that that's freaking awesome uh dave i i enjoyed this piece because you know what there i've i've seen the mr tinker trains and yeah they have they have a very unique style about them thinking they're all mm-hmm. stuff but they're not oh and yeah I, but i love the way he portrayed it it's, it's so funny and so hilarious and and so well put well i used excellent job there. i used to i I
8: used to see this so much when i was uh, uh,
6: jesus christ the background noise i used to see this stuff so much when i was playing in a band in the taverns you know we'd be up there on the stage playing and you could just had a bird's eye view of this bullshit going on down on the dance floor and and even when we weren't playing, if we were in between sets or something, you could you could see this shit going on, you know, and it was funny. Uh, one of the gals came up and was hitting on one, the other guitar player in a band one time. Oh, that's a story all on its own. I won't go into that. But anyway, <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. Awesome. Jay, thanks. Yeah, yeah. It's Raz, what do you think?
4: You're dating.
2: <laughs> yeah, there is no virus that's going to stop certain people from partying. You have situations like this every weekend that the girls Mm -hmm. have their night on the town, and uh, that's a great (laughs) commemoration piece for the social phenomenon, including how there's always that favorite mixtape. If it's not Ozzy Osbourne, then someone else is playing on those stereos that night.
6: Yep.
1: And, uh, Boo, you get the last say on this.
4: Hey, Dave, Ooh, stop watching me at the club. <laughs> I'm <kidding. laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I haven't been to a club in Lord knows how long. I would feel like an idiot walking into a club. Oh, this oh. But uh, um, it's, I think this is so true, kind of funny, too, because this is a good story. My friend told me the other day that his girlfriend went out, and he asked her. He drove by her house, okay, oh. and he didn't see her car there. And he was like, he asks her the next day, where were you? Where'd you go last night? I went out with a couple of people. Oh, really? Um, who? She goes, I don't remember. I'm like, what kind of excuse is that? Jesus. And then and then I'm like, and you trust this girl? Come on, don't be ridiculous. And then she wants to tell him, you know, she ran into somebody and all this shit. And I'm just like, oh, my God, you're an idiot. You know? But I do see these yeah. kind of chicks out. That's
8: bullshit.
4: It's just, you don't remember. Are you that fucking stupid? I mean, right there, yeah. I was just like, that's the reason alone not to be with the person, as far as I'm concerned. And oh. if you don't remember, then we yeah, an issue. I mean, and then she's like, she's, really? the whole thing was just a lie. And I just told him, like, wake up, you know, you're, don't be stupid. But um, you know, makes the rounds, they hit on every female. I see this guy. I was a bartender for 12 years, and worked in a restaurant mm-hmm. for 12 years, and we'd have guys come in, and we actually have people call. Is Bob there? And he'd be like, no, no, say I'm not here. I got to the point where I stopped answering the phone because I would be like, if you had yeah. to call a bar five nights a week, looking for your man, you got a problem. Isn't there a red mm-hmm. flag there, you know, and they'd be taking off oh, their shit. wedding ring and everything. And I'd be like, hello, we all see the tan line on your finger. Like you're not hiding anything yeah. and nobody really gets a shit anyway. And the fact of the matter is most people nowadays, they are skanky. They don't care if you're married. They don't care if you're with someone, um, you know, and this guy is, yeah. is everywhere. you go. I, I was at a club one time long ago, okay, and this guy was wearing a shirt, and it's, it was in black, and then the letters were in white, so it was in fluorescent. And I swear to God, it said, I fuck on the first date. And yeah. he actually wore that to a club. And I was like, mm-hmm. does that actually work? Because I was standing next yeah, to the bar I and saw. he goes, you'd be surprised. And I'm like, that's the sad state of the world, and this is like 20 years ago. So, and I'm I live in Florida.
6: Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I saw a T-shirt. I I saw a T-shirt one time uh, in the bar, and it had it was black, and it had white letters on it, and it said, "I fuck married women." And I thought, boy, you got a lot of balls walking into a club like that, you know. Uh, If I was,
8: you
6: know, if I was in my former days and I wasn't in a good mood, I'd have probably knocked him out, you know. But
8: uh,
4: yeah.
6: That's I think bullshit. they think it's funny. You know.
4: And then the sad thing is, it actually works. So it seems like, yeah, I know. like people are like, oh, your church's yeah. so funny. They're like, your church's hilarious. And then they get people over there to get the attention they want and everything. And I used to live in Florida. California, they don't have this. I wish they did, but I don't drink anymore anyway. But um, they have ladies' night, you know, five nights a week where you could drink free mm-hmm. every night. And this is... Full of these guys They're just And all their cologne They're all spraying it As they're walking up You know All their suave bullshit And all the crap That you know, I see right through now I'll But bet. then I thought it was attractive <laughs> You know So I'd rather have a, six mm-hmm. with a sense of humor And a job Good poem Dave
2: Yeah they Thank prohibited. you Thank you boo For Iowa That's eight times a week <laughs>
8: There you go <laughs> <bro>. All right <laughs>
2: Ladies ladies and gentlemen,
1: we have come to that point in the show. Raz, what time is it?
2: Yeah, I think you're uh, making a motion that there's a certain writer here who likes people doing voices for his scripts. uh, And it concerns uh, Alfie and Nigel, right? And the Chihuahua, Jubal.
1: It, it may, it may, it may have, it may have, it may not. I don't think today it does, but you know what? We're still gonna let you read them.
2: All right, here's uh, your favorite humorist, second to who passed away yesterday, Norman McDonald. Lauren, 67, and I don't mind. I don't mind. I have often been asked. Why, I write. The answer is simply because I can't type. My mind thinks it has a mind of its own. It works in the abstract. It doesn't care if it's fantasy or fact. Sometimes my mind I can't find. It goes on vacation for some duration. People say that I've lost my mind. The loss and found takes up a lot of my time. Some people see the glasses half full. Others half empty, but all I see is a glass that doesn't know what it wants to be. When people say to me, goodbye, I say why. To me, a goodbye is when you buy two and get the third one free. All my corners are rounded, a day's maze that's confounded, but often my mind is being kind. And so I write as long as my mind don't mind. (laughs)
1: No, this is a clever, clever poem that uh, really brings out some good humor Uh, in, in, you know, he's making fun of himself. And what type of person isn't the best who makes fun of themselves? I've lost my mind many times. I wish some people would show me where it went. I should have it on a leash, you know, and I think that he
8: he, he (laughs)
1: doesn't. (laughs) I think he does it in a great way. You know, some people see the glass as half full, others see it as half empty, but I see it as a glass. Um, I think that that right there is a great statement, very unique, very, very Lawrence, and he did a great job with this one. Dave, what did you think about that one?
4: We're gonna get Dave
1: a button. We're gonna get him a button that works one time.
3: <laughs> We're gonna make a bumper sticker. Oh, sorry, a little sorry. Reminder.
6: Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Push
3: anyway. the button. Yeah. yeah.
6: <laughs> Push the button, Dave. Push the button. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, the, the glass is half full or it's half half empty, and and he says. All I see is a glass that doesn't know what it wants to be. Boy, isn't that no shit, you know? It could either be one or the other. And all these people, these smug bastards, well, I always see a glass as half full, you know? And, uh-huh. you know, some of the other people see it as half empty. And, you know, that's turned into a that half, the half a glass of water bullshit has turned into some sort of a public statement. Or, or uh, a badge of honor that you should wear on your goddamn shirt that says I always see the glass at half full. Well, fuck you. Who gives a shit where the glass is? Turn it upside down over your head, you dildo. You know. I mean, it's just, I know, right? I, I,
8: I, I, I like that you tied into
6: this, Raz. Yeah, it's just a goddamn glass of water. That's all shit. And then, uh, and I like it because when people say to me goodbye, I say why. To me, goodbye is when you buy two and get the third one free (laughs) oh that's great you know um i don't tell my friends goodbye i just say see ya you know or give me a call or something like that that's you know (laughs) i just i really really like the way you've uh put this down raz um you know lost my mind and the lost and found takes up a lot of my time Shit, i lose my mind every day when i Put my glasses <laughs> down and then I forget where the hell I did with them and then I find them on the top you know, of my head, head, you know
8: right?
6: <laughs> Yeah, no shit. Yeah, you know uh, This was this was really cool. I like it Raz you did a good job with it
4: That was Lawrence, but Raz is ra- his reader because Raz
2: always reads him.
6: Oh, oh I thought he was an older older <laughs> ego or or an invented character. Well, we well, so are Lawrence.
2: not one and the same person. We just uh... <laughs> kind of
6: okay.
8: work
2: together. <laughs> just on the show. Yeah, she
8: they does. switch bodies from time oh, okay. to time. <laughs> right. that was a rumor. <laughs> that cool. was
6: that was a complete rumor. Uh <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> okay. Red, sure. oh, you read my bad. You read that
1: one, what do you think?
2: As to uh losing my mind in there and uh currently wherever it's located It knows where I live, but I don't want it back because it gets violent (laughs) sometimes.
4: Send it to me, Rez. I'll take it.
1: (laughs) Uh, All right, Boo. You get the last day on the poem, and then we're going to let you read
4: Pomora's poem. Okay. 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 I think this, I agree with Dave. I think it's funny, the whole half glass, you know, just a glass of water. All these people with all their little proverbs and all their little catchphrases are usually the ones that are most screwed up anyways, you know? And the um, same ones that are constantly telling me I've found the Lord, um, which, you know, I'm pretty no sure shit. I know where he is. I didn't send out the search party. But um, this is funny. <laughs> and I love the way Raz reads it because Raz puts personality in it all the time when he reads it, yeah. and he makes yeah. it funny. Um uh, I, Raz, I'll trade you. I'd like to have your brain for a day or two. Although it might be exhausting for me, I would love to try. Um, I think it's really really funny. I,
2: I have the for <laughs> you.
4: And uh, really catchy. And um, I like I like Lawrence to send you that. He always tells me, oh, you always say the same thing. I want to smoke for some of what he's smoking." And I'm gonna say it again there for you, Lawrence. Pass it over. <laughs> Funny.
1: <laughs> really?
8: All, All right, boo.
1: Right Here we go. You get to read a little about a succubus. Go figure.
4: Well, oh, no, where's Farm meta out. when you need them? Where's meta when you need them? There you go. Uh, succubus of sanguine Addiction. Oh, that's Ooh. okay. Wings pitch that's as a, a night endle- endle- endless empty without starlight. Razor-sharp needle like claws. Cut lever's flesh like shards of glass. Wounds sear like molten lava as debaucherous venom seeps in, igniting the shadows hidden. Scars burst behind insidious heated kisses, consuming passionately your scarlet rivers, dancing symphonies' darkest areas burn. Sacrifice your quintessential until hell's unholy ecstasy. Whoa! enthralled and devoted, Flurred into utter darkness of our demonic copulation, I devour your innocence and I claim you for eternities while you offer up your essence, screaming my archaic name and poem. Whoa, this is all kind of uh, S&M. Huh?
1: Well, yeah, yeah, that's a nice little calm afternoon walk, isn't it? I'll tell you what. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> She's taking your
4: ass, whether you want it or not. She's taking your ass. <laughs>
1: I love dancing symphonies, darkest arias, Burn. It's like you got this dark music and, and dance. This is like, um, yeah. it reminds me of uh, the scene, you know, kind of you're talking about uh, where where the devil takes the virgin in the movie uh, uh, The Stand, in the story The Stand uh and uh, i i think that, that that's almost uh, how it looks right there and uh, but yeah. you have i i can also see the demons dancing around and singing these these demonic songs you know and, and there's so much to this it's like it's like it ended up somewhere but it was all this deme- uh demonic uh pleasure dome so um oh gosh, this is this is just don't. Yeah, this is just like <laughs> something that drags Find someone down. Yep. Uh, Raz, what do you think?
2: It's funny that you mentioned <laughs> that kind of terminology. Pornography is a known demon. Everyone has their personal vices and uh outside of that Keeping certain individuals up late at night, what's there to say of the realities to this octopus? I'm trying to keep a level perspective here. And uh, I would think uh, whatever brings a person into temptation at 2 o'clock in the morning, it can't be everyone else on the block who's sleeping at the time while you're hearing all these uh, ecstatic moments of uh, someone else's crying out for love and name having sex.
1: And uh, Dave, what did you think?
6: Well, uh, first of all, I love the gal's name, Femora Soulweaver. Wow, that's that's pretty spooky all in itself. It's beautiful, actually. Uh, when Boo started reading this, it um, almost came across as a song to me, or or an o- o- elations, I guess is the way you say it. Um, uh, I thought it was really, really beautiful. You know, it was dark, but it was, um, had a nice, pretty sheen to it, you know, and, and um, to me it did anyway. Uh, I, I don't know. Uh, enthralled and devoted plunge into utter darkness, our demonic copulation. I like the way she spelled uh, demonic, D-A-E. It's an old spelling for uh, demon. Um, I devour your innocence devour. and I you for in eternities while you're off here screaming my arctic name wow.
5: wow. God, I'm
6: hearing and, an echo uh, back there. It's driving me crazy. Beautiful. Yeah, it's Beautiful. a little bit, I'm not
1: sure where it's coming from, but uh boo, you're next. What do you what do you think? Reading it.
6: Button boo, button. <laughs> we got buttonitis today, don't we?
4: Buttonitis, I swear. This bitch is taking your ass whether you want it or not. And she don't give a fuck whether you want to be yanking or not. She's coming down, swooping you up, and you're going to scream her name. She's going to give it to you good so that you never forget who she is, forget her name. She's taking <laughs> what she wants, whether you want to give it up or not. It's my kind of gal. Uh, so you go, girl. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah, sign
8: me I up. Care.
4: I'd well, say that to her too. To go, girl, name. go. <laughs> you go, girl. Scream that fake name. Scream it loud. Yeah, make him remember. All your right, name.
9: love it.
4: <laughs> We're gonna
1: do a few dark, dark poems in a row here. So, Surfing this is a, this a little. No, no, no. This is this is a different one. Not not expecting the dark from oh, this person. Do.
8: Uh, no, I'm okay. gonna
1: do. Okay, I'm going to do three dark in a row. Here's a dark one from Laughing Soul, believe it or not.
5: Holy shit, really?
1: Yep, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oxford
5: ciphers and shaman chants, a poem by Laughing Soul. Whirling in Sufian shades of scarlet and cinnamon, held captive by a billowing moon, Samanai, my inner demon. Whisper shadows serenade the ashen skies, Pirouette wings, fades darkness and tempest cries. Whistles night a soulful requiem, Swirl flaming red feathers of an angel on a bar of broken trust to the shaman chant's bleeding rust. Wails the demon in oxblood ciphers. Mystic spells eclipse the garnet venom. Waltz my heart an unshackled swoon, No more a captive of a billowing moon. Inborn.
1: Holy cow. (laughs) Yeah. And, uh there you go we got uh our second there dark is. in a row yeah this is the i i love the uh the imagery she, she was given that picture of the demon right there uh to write the picture to write the poem for and i think she did a great job with that Um uh, mm-hmm. just just brilliant uh move uh brilliant poem and uh i'm only going to get uh um one comment here and uh let me get that comment from boo and then i'm going to have boo read uh her
4: um her
1: uh it's audio
4: you don't have the audio because it's his voice it's (laughs) not
1: Oh, let me let me see if I can find it. I think I do, as a matter of fact. Uh it's in what, there. You comment it and
4: on... pyrosis, it says in there. Anyway. Um, okay. I hardly heard the poem because it's, it's her voice. It's just drew me in. So sexy. I mean, and the yeah, darkness. Really. She nailed it. I don't think she'd done so much. What, Jay? Right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yes dear.
10: That Whoa. was
1: Dave agreeing with you. That was Dave agreeing with you.
4: Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I going to say. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it's amazing. I, she doesn't write much darkness, but um she nailed it on this one. Yeah, Dave, I want to hear your comment.
6: To first all, Oh, I just thought this was I thought this was beautiful and and was so sexy uh, the way she enunciated that and uh, <laughs> uh, you know the uh the way she did that uh almost whispering, you know. Um, yeah. Wow, I, that, I, that was just blew me away. It's it kind of reminded me of the the delicate way, way that a cell will reads, you know, and kind of the same thing. They both have the type of voice that you could listen to all, all night if they were talking, you know. And I thought it was beautiful. Yeah, great poem. I want her to mm-hmm. read me
4: bedtime stories.
6: <laughs> yeah, <You> read, <laughs> not, not like read this. You'll get nightmares. I, I dig it.
4: <laughs> yeah, that's all right I mean, she's so soothing. Like she should bottle that yeah, somehow, or make some audio books or something. You know.
6: Mhm. Yeah, yeah. She really has a beautiful voice. Wow. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> we-
8: okay. I want to let her
1: know she did great out on the board. She said she tried to sound dark. She did a great job with it. All dark right,
8: sexy
4: baby.
1: And uh, all right, I found it, boo. Here we go. Okay.
10: Existing in the realm of its own true hell, the pacing of the parasite begins to swell. It suffers in silence, yet demands to be heard. I will never survive without its bevy of words.
4: Risen from the flame like the dance of a sprite, the verse it contains is quiet in our sight. It glows, though it dies while drifting upon winds. Can you perceive the pain as this blends?
10: no light. A silenced man possesses no flight. Scattered ashes with a torn soul. I died again only to become a goal.
4: Rotten and starving, we unseal the night, a fetid release inscribing our blight. Blown to the void where everything numbs, a flow of the core without the motion of lungs.
10: eyes outside beyond the night with shutters shut and drawn begin to glow on shattered shapes escaping before the dawn as clouds vanish. Now you're my captive
1: pawn. Oh, the twists and turns in this. Um, very, very uh, it, it's a dark but a almost a uh, little bit of a uh, of a uh, captive, shall I say? Uh, this was, this is great, uh, Boo. You and Pyrosis did a wonderful job with this. I, I really really enjoyed that. And I'm going to get a comment from Raz on this. Raz, what do you think?
2: Yeah, there's definitely a sense of uh, being predatorized by the entire piece you're left violated what what they're describing is an element that seems supernatural but at the same time maybe a crime is being covered up why the individual comes into the form of submission that's being proposed by some unknown force which is trying to take over their own personal space and uh, what you have with these dancing spirits of the night uh, being the possibility or that of the darkness overcoming them is definitely a deeper psychological pain that uh, can't be attributed to who's responsible for that kind of fear of which the origins are seen to be uh, unknown, but uh, a logical reason could actually be derived.
4: Thank you.
1: Awesome. And uh, Dave, what do you think of that?
6: There we go. Got the button. Well, I really liked it. I thought you, I thought both of you guys did really good on it. Um, the older need, reading back and forth was really effective. I thought. Um, I kind of like this because it it sort of builds on you. You know, uh, it, existing in the realm of its own true hell, the pacing of a parasite begins to swell. It suffers its silence. It demands to be heard. It will never survive without a its bevy of words. Risen from the flame like the dance of a sprite, the verse—I really like that line. The verse it contains is quiet in our sight; it glows though it dies while drifting upon winds. Can you perceive the pain as this blends? You know, the the back and forth uh, between uh, Boo and, and this uh, pyrosis person um, is really really well done and and it makes a really interesting storyline jesus
1: hold on i'm trying to fix
6: it okay go ahead dave finish up anyway uh yeah it's just a really really an outstanding uh, uh collaboration and um it was the storyline in it was really really fascinating and captivating i thought you guys did a hell of a job on it well done
1: all right. Thank you. And we, we've we got a little you treat, welcome guys. Both. We've got a little bit of a treat. We have someone who just uh, walked through the door at the last minute here. Let's all say hello to Sawa. Wait, let me take her oh, off oh. Of mute. Hold oh, on. There she hi, is. Hello, hello, Sawa. Hello. Hello, Sawa. I'm
0: sorry. Hi, hi. <laughs> I missed you all. Hi, hi. <laughs> hi, hi. We missed you. uh Hi, Mr. Hello, Sala. Hello, huh? hello, David. I think that's right what I heard, hi. right over there. Yeah. also, oh, probably no, no. did. David Raz. No, I miss someone. Who... I miss G. G Laughing Soul too. I, uh, I think
1: he's out on he's the board, on board. so you can say hi to her oh, okay. on the board. And uh, um, what what I want to say right now is. Uh, I'm going to give my thanks here, and then we're going to have Selwa drop her poem. we got about five minutes left before we're going to cut off, and then we're going to do a couple poems after in overtime. So I want to thank uh, Lella. No, no, I'm sorry. Those are not the, that's not my list, right? <laughs> I want to thank Raz, Tila, Meta, Sweet Pea, Hatter, Dave, and Selwa for calling, Naomi, Sol, and Femora out on the board, all Very the other nice. people who... Who uh, wrote for us Thank you very much Happy birthday to Nuno and Angel Who have been listening as well uh, Great to have you guys And once again enjoy your birthdays We're, we're glad that you were able to uh, Be part of this show We're very thankful Happy birthday And Thanks Boo for everything here. you do To make all this happen You're you're awesome And uh, none of this is um, Possible without uh, Boo so, without further ado, Salwa, we need your poem. I didn't see it anywhere. Oh, there it is. It's now up there. And uh, we're going to have to have Salwa read read for us today, since I didn't have time to do a SoundCloud. <laughs> There's
0: no SoundCloud. There's no SoundCloud. So you you're fired. Oh, okay. okay. There's no SoundCloud. <laughs> All right. Okay. Salwa, you're up. There we go. Okay. Let's see. Where, oh. This is based on true stories, really sad story. It always touched my heart. A story not like another story. Une histoire pas comme les autres. histoire de autres. Cette fille comme elle s'est nommée? Elle-même, née avec un syndrome progresseur, néonatal, une maladie génétique rare qui affecte son cœur. Elle ne gagnera donc jamais. Livre de sa, le reste de sa vie. des personnes cruelles. Is it me who echoing? Sorry, I wasn't sure. Hold on, Do I'll take echo?
1: everybody.
0: Um, you, go ahead. Okay, no, I wasn't sure. It's me. Okay, des personnes cruelles qui sont manqué d'elle dans un vidéo et ont demandé de rendre service au monde et se suicider ainsi que des milliers d'autres. Commentaires dévastateurs les qu'elle a lu avec une vraie douleur au cœur. Au début, elle a presque abandonnée mais son amour de ses parents bien-aimés qui n'ont jamais cessé de lui donner confiance et amour. Elle a dit, j'ai pu mettre de l'autre côté l'intimidation. Maintenant, elle est une des vedettes les plus motivantes au monde. L'histoire, pas comme les autres, qui touche le cœur. Story of Lizzie Velasquez, that girl, as she called herself, born with a neonatal uh, progeroid syndrome, a rare genetic disease that affects the heart. Eyes and bones, therefore will never gain a pound the rest of her life. Cruel people mocked her in a video and asked her to do the world a favor and kill herself. And thousands of ugly, devastating comments she read with real pain in the heart. At first, she almost gave up. But the love for her beloved parents, who never stopped, empowered her with love and confidence, made her get on the other side of bullying. Now she's one of the most motivated speakers in the world, a beautiful, sad, and happy story that touches the heart and the form
1: Hello I tell you what you really got me to, uh choked up on this one this is um such a touching story I I <laughs> it it, yeah. it is sad how the world goes after people just because no they should. look different than everybody else and it's the sa- it's a sad sad state of affairs that that happens and i am glad that you brought this to light that you uh brought this forward and showed us her story which i believe needs to be told i i i think it's absolutely wonderful that uh, that she was able to overcome and show the world the beauty that's inside of her um uh, wonderful mm-hmm. itself so. and Incredible story. Uh, Thank you. Raz, what do you think?
2: Yeah, when you have a poet bringing up real life into perspective, then there's no longer any more to reason out of this type of prose, except that they necessarily are implying what we know of life to be of a profound level. Here, I'm reading up on this individual, Elizabeth uh, Velasquez. It says that uh, she uh, wrote a book on how do you define yourself in 2014 that gave much promotion on her behalf, being a motivational speaker. As to what I perceive of all this descriptions with the bullying on uh, any form of social media platform, you know that necessarily it's just immature behavior. But the problem is that finally it gets out of hand when it comes to the victims of cyber tasing. So you have certain individuals who can't even handle one negative response acting out in a way that they do not have to be forced why there's a certain element of a security breach there as to how to run or handle any form of cyber networking.
1: Fantastic. Dave, thank what you, did you uh,
6: think? <laughs> well, I thought this was really interesting. I've never heard of the study before. And I thank Sola for uh, presenting it to her, to us, um, to all the people like me that have never heard about her. <clears throat> um, I was, I actually uh, took a, 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 a part of this poem, not sell was, but something that that's always bothered me. Um, and, you know, I, I, I put it in a message about younger women, and a part of it, it says, uh um let's see, where is it here? Okay, cruel people mocked her in a video and asked her to do the world a favor and kill herself, Okay. Anybody that says that to someone else needs their lips sewn shut permanently. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And, you know, that's, bull- that's bullshit. And, and um, yeah. you know, young, young girls are so um, cognizant about the, their, their appearance and, and the way they act and, and their acceptance and stuff. And, when, and some of them that are a little depressed and a little unbalanced they probably might kill themselves, you know and you know, and nothing will be done to that woman that or that girl or whoever it was that said you should go kill you should go kill yourself, you know they just get off and it's just a you know it's just a weapon uh of of a of the tongue, and it's spoken to someone that took it literally, and now this person's dead because of a, of of some shitty thing that she's- heard and was said to her. I, I I can't tolerate that kind of crap. I cannot tolerate it. And, uh, you know, um, it, it, this is, uh, you know, and then this part down here says, uh, she, well, she talks about bullying, but the love for her beloved parents who never stopped empowering her with their love and confidence what it made to her, her get on uh, the side of mm-hmm. bullying, you know. What was that, boo?
4: What an ode to her parents, you know.
6: Yeah, 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 I agree. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of this bullying bullshit that goes on nowadays, you know, it's just it's just garbage. It's just all of it's garbage. You know, it's it's That's just true. and I'm glad I'm glad that Sello put this out. It's yeah, you know, like I said before, we're poets and we're supposed to tell the world about stuff like this and do it in a in a correct and truthful way, and she did. So well done. Sel.
0: Thank you. Mm-hmm. I really and have to say actually, it's to, to, sorry, can I say something? sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, uh, yes. Yeah.
1: Go ahead, no, go ahead, go uh, ahead. And then every we'll
0: have every time I, I, feel, ahead, when, that, I feel yeah. down, when I feel down, I read stuff like this and I feel embarrassed even to complain, I have to say, because there's so many yeah. stories like mm-hmm. this um, that mm-hmm. really uh, people really suffering from serious pain. Um, so we are so blessed we don't even know it. That's what I want to say. Thank you. That's true. All right. Yeah. Boo. There's, you know,
4: and there's so, I could talk about this for hours, but I, well, that I, my daughter and I see them, they're so sensitive about the way they look and what they have and how they mm-hmm. are. And kids are mm-hmm. cruel, very cruel, especially women, women to other women. I don't know why Absolutely. we do this or why we're like this, but what's the first thing women do when a woman walks in the room? They eye her up and down. All of a sudden, Absolutely. you know, everything, it's wrong with you. Everything's wrong with you. And if you're pretty, you're a slut always. And, um, oh, you're stupid. You, God forbid you're, you can be intelligent and be good looking. That doesn't happen. Um, I see the things that I, I looked on online and it's appalling. I mean, she was showing me up. I'll be quick. She, she showed me the other day, this, this chick and she was on the, I don't know, Instagram or whatever. And there's a girl on there and she's wearing, I probably told this story before she's wearing a bikini, right? And she's wearing a bikini and she's like turning like her, like her back to you, but she's turning her head. Right. And so I'm like, who's that? And they both go, some skank. And I go, well, how do you know she's a skank? And they go, well, look at her, Mom. She's 12. 12? I thought she looked older than I did. I mean, I was, like, appalled. This is what they put out there. This is how they feel accepted and loved and wanted. And good. this is an ode to her parents, too, because when I was down in and, um, and my addiction and I didn't have anything and I lived in my car and I was a loser, uh, my parents, so their them and their love is what made me um, make it through, make it out. And she was lucky to have these parents. A lot of people don't have these parents anymore. They don't even pay attention to what they're doing online, let alone tell them they're beautiful yeah. and they're loved every day, you know? and. Mm-hmm. um I told her right. every day, I love you. You're beautiful. I love you. You're beautiful. And um, I don't know if she believes me or not, but that's what you need to do. They're so susceptible, and there's so, um, you know, so much influences, and they're just they're weak, and they all care about how they look and who likes them and all this other shit. Which they? which I tell her, 10 years from now, you won't even give a crap about that. Um, but they yeah. do now, and I think this is a great story. And for a lot of people to hear, so well, you did a great job. And that disease is one of the saddest diseases I've ever seen. I mm. only had one patient with it one time a rare genetic disorder where you age so fast and your bones start to break and they become brittle. It's a horrible disease, and you brought forth that too. So great job and all of that. So uh, lovely, great poem.
2: Yeah. in another 20, it'll be Simeons as Dancing as the Stars on Television to even worry about all that. There (laughs) you (laughs)
4: go. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. It's so you know what they worry about what they care about but we all cared about that too when we were teenagers but we forget you know and my mom told me the same thing you'll just not mean shit to you in 10 years and i was like yeah right but now i'm repeating my mom's <laughs> words she wasn't right <laughs> so yeah Absolutely. and go to good parents well, well, stick parents. around because many of them don't tell you anymore They don't even talk to their kids
6: yeah you know, that's right that's what's the matter with a lot of the kids nowadays you know
4: yeah. Nobody eats together. Nobody shares together. Nobody, you know, nobody talks. And yeah. then you wonder why your kid has an attitude problem. There you go.
6: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. They don't have any mm-hmm. self confidence, and they never tell them that nope. they've done a good job. You know, they don't work yep. with them. I help them. You know, the kid goes along nope. saying, "What the fuck is going on?" You know. Uh, yep.
8: uh, is this the way the
6: world is? You know. And then they then they get together with their buddies. You know, their girlfriends and. They, their parents are exactly the same. And they all the hate same. each other. And they so, all
4: hate themselves. Yeah.
6: You know? So they think and, that's and normal. Like, they think that's the, the yeah. norm, you know? Jeez. My
4: dad always told us attaboys go a long way, you know? And I believe that's true.
6: Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> my, my father was yeah. like that. My mother's never said jack shit to me about it one way or the other, but my dad did. And, um, you know, he always went out of his way to tell me, if I did something good, you know, and, and, and if I did something wrong. Yeah, yeah it yeah. does.
4: It does. And that matters, you know, because yeah. we all want approval from our parents. I'm yeah. um, how old am I? And I still want approval from my parents, you know? <laughs>
1: oh, exactly. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. we well, yeah. shut
4: up, Jay.
8: Sorry.
1: Yep. All right. All <laughs> right. We got one last poem and then we're going to call a night and we're going to let uh, Boo lead us out with a little ACDC. But first of all, Uh, This is a little poem that I wrote years ago. This is kind of like um, based off of some of my uh, uh, adventures into the woods where I found um, some uh, uh, ruins of an old uh, town that used to exist. And this is an actual picture that I took of one of the foundations that remained in the North Carolina woods. And I call this Brick Red Memory. That's really cool. Take the player like <laughs> Stale rubble in the woods, remnants of times crumbled, foundations outline foundation outlines filled with moss of brick red memories. A village once lined dirt roads with workers for the dam. Families grew in this place, and this is all they owned. Generations now have gone, memories lost with them brick red outlines are all that's left at the feet of aged trees. End poem. Cool. Cool. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's really cool. Boo, the button. The button, boo.
0: <laughs> Damn. Damn button. Sala, I'm going to let you go first. I'm sorry. Y- yes, I, I did the same thing. I got one second. I'm sorry. <laughs> you're always going to like, <laughs> memories back, you see. Um, I mean, you, did, you really give a, a very vivid description. You can even you even hear it, not even uh, see it. Rubble in the woods you know, of time, crumble foundation. We can see the picture and you can see a word, a really matching word. by world. It's sad. The village once lived there, kind of sad. Generations are gone, you're right. And memories um, must feel horrible for people who, um, like, they know about this place. That must be, like, really horrible, who they've seen it before and how it is now. I really, I uh, think I heard this before. And it was very powerful then and still powerful now.
8: So
1: yep, I'll tell you the little gone. story after after everybody is done commenting. I'll tell you a little story about this place.
4: The dazzling one, Raz. <laughs> Button.
2: Yeah, if these <laughs> lost ruins in the North Carolina woods, then I think others would usually be concerned what they're even doing there. But as I see of the caption note, you're describing a work village that was built in 1923 for a hydroelectric dam, and uh that's usually the case with the American Forest. There's all forms of power ranger stations or temporary build-ups when uh, America had been through its construction phase that are now long abandoned, which makes it seem all the more haunted. And uh, in this case, you've done it not so much in the sense that anyone's disturbed, but understands that there was a time when they would build laying down bricks, and, and now we have a different form of engineering which relies heavier on different materials of solidification like steel.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you.
4: And Dave, the other dazzling one.
1: <laughs> <It's a
6: button. laughs> oh, I got it. I got it this time. Um I really <laughs> like this because I've done this <laughs> I've done the same thing and um um this uh, this, this poem really uh Brings the the wonderment out in a in an individual if you're so inclined. Uh Some people don't give a shit. They see stuff like this and it goes in one ear and out the other. Uh, but we all know JCA isn't that way, and neither am I, and neither is Boo, and no. probably none of us.
4: Nobody here. Are, nobody here. You know.
6: <laughs> nobody here. Everybody likes this kind of stuff. Um, I'll tell you a real quick little story. It was very similar to this that happened to me. Um, I used to work on tugboats when I was younger, and uh, I, I was just a deckhand on the damn things. And there was a company called Bernard's, and they had a, a tugboat outfit called Bernard Towing. And uh, several years later, a, after I got out of the service and, and all that kind of shit, um, I walk. I was walking down this old trail with the dogs, and I came down to this little cove. And here's this tugboat place, um, and it's floating on these logs, awesome. these logs and, and there was a sign. There used to be a restaurant down there, and there was a sign up there that said, Snow's Clam Chowder, 10 cents a bowl. <laughs> and I just stood there, you know. It was like walking back in time. It was like going into a time warp or something. And... Uh, that affected me, and when I saw um uh, I've seen this poem before, um, and when I look, when I read it before, it, it took me back that way, uh, the same way. Um, really cool. Well done, JCA.
1: I appreciate that. Thank you.
4: I kind of see a different way, really, Jay. I mean, I see, like, people whose homes are, are ruined, like, if you don't, like appreciate the memories you have with your family and with the people you love and their home because, in your home and, and try to get to know them because before you know it, they'll be crumbled and the foundations will be broken and it'll be too late to repair it and then time goes by and um, you're wondering what happened to your family unit, what happened to the camaraderie and the closeness that you had with them. Um, that's what I see um, and that that's important too. So I thought you did it well and only in three stanzas. Very moving.
1: Thank you. Yeah, this this place is a very unique place. There's actually a postcard floating out around of this place. It was uh, created by Duke Duke Electric uh, down North Carolina in 1923 uh, when they were building their hydroelectric dam right after the Great Flood, um, almost, you know, almost wiped out the entire area. Um the dam itself was built right where the oldest and largest uh cotton mill uh on that uh river existed the uh da- the uh uh two, hur- two category uh, five hurricanes hit back to back right after each other and caused intense flooding down there, destroying most uh, uh all but one bridge um through the river and then also destroyed the uh this dam i meant this uh the uh, mill and what happened is the old mill village that sat underneath where the dam was was destroyed the farming community for that mill village which was up on high ground is where they built the uh, village for the uh, hydroelectric dam and this is this was common uh, practice throughout that area is whenever they had something like a hydroelectric dam, a steam plant, a m- mills, all of them would have these little towns that were built right outside of them. And they were like their own little individual um, communities uh, that m- made it very interesting. And what happened is, um, after the, uh, the construction of the dam was done, uh, years later, they decided to get out of the housing. Uh, the electric company said, we don't want to be part of the housing um, business anymore. And they uplifted all of those houses and moved them into a, uh, into a housing area. So just like, like you would see uh, a, a gated community. And all those houses from in there were taken off their foundations, moved to this new area, and the only things that remained in, in where that village was were the foundations to begin with. And so that's pretty much what I found were those foundations.
4: Jay, where is this at?
1: This is in, uh, uh, right outside of Mount Holly, North Carolina, uh, close to oh, where Becky lives. Oh, I know Becky how you lives.
4: feel about North Carolina, near Carolina. Right, uh-huh. bu- that makes right sense.
1: close to where, where, where Becky lives in a place called Mountain Island Lake. There's a Mountain Island Lake hydroelectric dam. And this is right oh. on the downstream side of the, uh, the dam up in the woods. They got a little fishing area and a little park and a, and uh, canoe access to the Catawba River down there, and that's pretty much what uh, where everything is located. You have to go deep into the woods. And there was actually one foundation that I swear must have been the general store because the bricks have all broken apart, and everything underneath there were tons of bottles and old trash, and stuff that poured out from that building that used to exist there.
4: Uh huh. I know how you feel about your Caroline as You got a fond place for them in your heart, so this makes sense. Yes, I do. Yes, I do.
1: <laughs> All right, and and <laughs> with I'm that. Sure you. <laughs> and with that, we are uh, we are calling it a day, and I'm going to have to be heading off to work here pretty soon, but. Let's listen to a little boo doing a little ACDC Dave, this is here,
6: folks. For you, Dave. For you Dave, oh, Hit know. it. Thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Hit it, man. I can't wait. <laughs> See you, boo.
4: <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thank you, happy yeah. birthday, Thank you, Sepulah. Thank you,
8: you.
1: that we're going to call them tonight thank you everybody thank and you all right, have you an all have a amazing day and this is JCA signing off great, will see you this weekend remember see. Friday is uh, quote prompts with Boo and Rob Saturday liquid damage lounge the beautiful mine of Van Gogh Vincent Van Gogh Sunday open poetry the 24th, a special Cry Macho, the celebration in, of uh, Clint Eastwood and then One uh, yes. Broken Heart <laughs> the next uh, next day after that. So we'll see everybody on those shows, and uh, you all take care.
8: Bye. Bye-bye.